guys, Sleeper Kid here. Um, you're about to listen to our newest podcast. Uh, this time we're interviewing a gentleman who has yet to actually make it on the scene. He is a, uh, I guess, an up-and-coming producer uh, by the name of uh, Jensen Smythe, who we've known for quite some time in the, um, in basically kind of in the fetish scene. Really awesome guy, uh, very interesting. Um, and uh, he's got a company called Femme Fatale Fight Club that's going to be going live uh, within the next month or two. So definitely keep an eye out for that. It's um, martial arts based with a lot of other elements. Uh, but uh, he goes through a lot of uh, his own history and we bounce back and forth with some uh, pretty cool stories and um, recollections of websites past. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a good one. Enjoy it. And uh, like I said before, if you can, leave us a positive review on iTunes. Uh, or on Potomatic, uh, or just click on the five stars or four stars if you think we're not that good. Uh, but until then, enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Wrestling with Fetish. This is Sleeper Kid, and it is 11.26.17 Sunday night. Uh, we just did a bunch of shoots with um, uh, people like April Flowers and Sparrow Summers and um, Katya, and, uh, but uh, that's not important because we are joined with somebody who, um, as a change, you may not have heard of yet. So this is kind of cool because we're, we're being... Um, <clears throat> joined by somebody who I consider to be a really good friend, but also he is a producer who is starting off in the business quite soon, and his material is going to be going live very close to the future. Mr. Jensen Smythe. Say hello. Hello. And <laughs> next to me, as always, sometimes, uh, is the beautiful Jacqueline Velvets. As always. Hello. And, uh, and so uh, Jensen has been here for a couple of days. We have been um, doing just some hangout time, and you're actually going to log in some shoot time tomorrow, correct? That's right. Uh we're shooting with <clears throat> with Jacqueline and uh, Bambi, I believe. Yes. Oh, Bambi's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, let me turn that down. Sorry, phone. But, um, uh, so, let's go to the basics real quick. So, you are shooting tomorrow. Uh, can you let the fans know what your content, what, what kind of content you're going for? Well, uh, quite similar to yours in some respects. Um, combat, uh, peril... Um, sleepers, chokeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much the form. But uh, I, you, I mean, you might disagree with this, but a little bit more, a little bit more narrative based, a bit more choreographed as a general rule. Mm-hmm. Apart from some of the stuff you've done. No, I, I do agree with that because you know a lot of the stuff that we do is pro wrestling, which is a lot of long held holds, and you know you don't see a lot of. Um, pile drivers in like you know John Claude Van Damme movies. So I, I I've seen some of your work and it is the fast paced choreography, very martial arts based, and uh, you seem to really focus in also on the choking, strangling, uh, as a finale. Can as you... a finale, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, but a fair amounts of uh, fair amounts of sleepers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to put a mix in there. So like knockouts, a little bit of the necro or a lot of the necro. Uh, but also knockouts, uh, lots of fisticuffs, hand-to-hand combat choreography. That's right. And you're going for mostly female versus female, or are you also going to incorporate mixed in the future? At the moment, female versus female. Mm-hmm. We'll see what the demand is. Okay. So if, people, if people want male versus female, then maybe. We'll see. And you've um, that actually would put you as a competitor. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it would, but I think that his style is so different from what you do and what I do because I've I've done a handful of shoots for you before yeah. over the years, and your style is so particular in that um, you actually know how to fight, like you know proper like jujitsu and mm -hmm. technique, and so it's something that like us you know fetish models and, and actresses like aren't really accustomed to and doing these sorts of things so like you definitely stand out from the rest in that regard yes although um i mean some fetish models do know how to fight particularly uh all, all the ones that congregate around uh, this this these production houses uh um <laughs> pe people do know how to stand in a in a combat stance and um, a lot of people know how to throw a punch um, or at least look like they're yeah. throwing a punch. Right. So, but that's more like, um, you would say, like that would be staged choreography. Yeah. Like staged combat. Yeah, like it's that. not real. Yeah. Uh, but like, <clears throat> but you actually have taken martial arts classes and you've... I, you've... I, I've, done a, I've done a fair old amount of it, although I have to stress, I mean, I mean I'm, I consider myself a mediocrity in, in, in martial <laughs> arts. I mean... Uh, um, you you have to be real about these things, and uh, you know I, I know some moves, but I'm I'm not um, I'm not Bruce Lee, unfortunately. <laughs> well, and also when it comes to this kind of stuff, especially choreography, like I've had people come up to me and ask me, like, oh yeah, so you wh where did you train? And I was like, well, I did some pro wrestling training, but I've never gone to a single martial arts class in my entire life. But watching those movies, you some of those things just get fused in your brain. It's like, oh yeah, this is what you should do when you grab the hand and lock it here and do a punch this way or this is the way the head should move when the punch connects and so it's weird it's almost like the training for me was just watching so many movies when I was a kid and like loving action films and you know especially being into female versus female combat um, did mm. you did, what so was that, yeah that, that brings the question so what was the thing that got you into this movie wise like what was uh, well there's that's, always that's many cat, by the way the house is not haunted there's always many precursors but uh, um, well, can, in term, if you do mind, I ask because a lot of people are going to go like, "Wow, this man has a lovely accent." Um, where <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Britain originally, mm -hmm. and I live here now. Um, and where did you? What, have you lived? How long did you live there until you ended up here on this side of the state? Like, uh, uh, well, uh, I lived in Britain until. Now, now we're all going to find out how ancient I am. Oh, stop. Uh, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, I, I, I lived in Britain until I was about 40, mm -hmm. and um, I've lived here for, um, well, to my early 40s, actually. I've lived here about, um, getting on for n nine years now. Holy crap. Now, you, you've aged quite well, sir. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, and thankfully, uh, the accent has not left you. <laughs> no, not for the moment. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> it has survived the the depredations of uh, the American experience so far. <laughs> I've heard. Um, oh my god, my cat! Our is cat going, is having over. like a super cat moment Katniss. right now. Just... Anybody that is listening right now that has cats, you Sorry. know exactly what is happening. Where they have like those like couple of minutes out of the day where they just like fucking get freaked out and wide eyed and they like run up and down the house. She thinks and destroy there's something everything. under that blanket. No, she's having that moment like right now. Okay. Well, anyway, she wants to be in the podcast. Yes, we all. Unfortunately, that's not a fetish yet. So, or at least I don't think so. 
Oh shit, I think it just became one. <laughs> my, my, McDonald's. Rule number 32, is that what it is? I don't 34. know. 34. Um, so, um, the question I was getting to, so before we get into uh, what you wanted to do, what you're wanting to do with your, uh, with your company, uh, one of the things we ask a lot of the producers that come through, especially uh, male producers, is like, what started this for you? Was there something, um, for a lot of people it's like, well, when I was young I saw this movie or I saw this show and it really triggered something in my brain where I was like, oh, I really think I enjoy this. Or I want to I create something more like this. What, what were your origins in that respect? I, I would say there was no one thing in particular. Sometimes that's the case. Um, I'd say that um, in, terms of, in terms of movies, Mm-hmm. Probably, probably the Bond movies were mm. an obvious influence. All those Bond villainesses. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a lot of them knew how to fight. That was always. Um, I think they became quite iconic uh, uh, for me, anyway. Um, a lot and of people. T- say again. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, and also um, childhood play had a lot to do with it. You know. Uh, sh- shooting, pretending to shoot each other, and, and fighting, and all that kind of thing. That's common as well. Uh, it is quite common. So, and then, and then it was a question of um, taking that and um, seeing if um, I could do something comparatively interesting with it, and and yeah. and, and just put together things, uh, put put together movies that actually had a bit of a narrative mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, would be, uh, you know, bring a little bit of um, narrative and art, hopefully, to the process, enhance the reality of the of the of the fetish elements. Well, yeah, um, that was the idea. Well, that's good. And like, how far along until you start to until you decide to produce? How long have you been producing? Because I know you you're doing the smart thing, which is you're amassing uh, content and then, of course, unleash it at your own pace. But um, when did you decide to just go like, okay, I'm going to actually start filming this? Well, that too was a long process. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, originally, um, I bought a fair amount of content. Uh, as you know, I bought quite a lot of yours. And I'm very, uh, I'm very honored. <laughs> day. Um, and um, then um, I thought it would be, I thought it would be interesting to um, meet people who, who, who produce the material. Uh, and so, um, I uh, attended um, uh, my first FetCon. I think was um, twenty ten. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And I met a lot of producers there. Uh, I'd met a lot of people prior to that, actually, one form or another. Um, uh, and um, I uh, and I, I thought it'd be interesting to um, well, not not simply interesting, but um, um, to uh, start to produce some of my own stuff. Um, but I was very fussy about it, and I made a lot of stuff that I thought, well, you know, it's um, not really fit for release. And then I thought I'd, I'd make a really dedicated attempt to produce stuff that that would meet uh, a standard that I, I was going to be happy with. Yeah. Um, and you're a perfectionist. Yes, yes, uh, uh, or a, or a, uh, 
uh, a fussy cunt, <laughs> as, you might, as, you, as you might describe it. Um, and Did you say a fuzzy cunt? <laughs> a, a fussy cunt. But fussy. I've, I've, I've come across both. Um, yeah. To answer your question, because, uh, as you know, I, I, pro- I produced a bunch of stuff a few years ago, and given the sort of thing I was trying to do, um, it took a very long time to make. Um, which it meant, it meant that meant a lot of model time, which made it quite expensive, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of um, editing time. And I wasn't 100% sure that it was going to be something that I could um, make work as a business. Um, and I was doing a whole bunch of other things as well, which mm-hmm. I still am. I, I have other lives. Um, and so, one way or another, I've been circling around it for a long time, and then. I'd say probably about a year ago, I thought, well, you know, now I'll, I'll, I'll give it a proper go. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, now I have a whole bunch of stuff, and which is uh, being edited. And as you also know, there's a whole, there's, a, there's other infrastructure that you have to set up. Um, so all that's in process at the moment, Good. and hopefully be live Early in the new year, I think I think that's probably the realistic position. That's great. Yes, that's really good. Obviously, you know, we, we I've seen your work and and uh, uh, it's definitely how can I put this? Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of new producers that that kind of show up every year and you see their work and I could see what they're going for, but it seems like it falls into a pre-established mold. Um, you go like, okay, I see what you're going for, but there's already been somebody who's done this to death and done it really well, so maybe you want to branch off and do something different and they usually don't and they just kind of just melt in with the background your work <clears throat> I have a feeling is not going to melt in with the background I have a feeling it's going to stand out very sharply because you are putting a lot of thought into the choreography um, and also the added bonus of the necro ending also the strangulation which is a huge thing by itself hmm. but if you're combining it with really you know good choreography and good acting and a good story then I think that's something that people have attempted to do, and some of them do it pretty well. Um, but I think you have the potential to like really, you know, because you are very meticulous. You know, like you said, you went through tons of shoots, and you're like, I'm scrapping this, yeah. even though you paid the models, and mm. you, you know, it's like you're like, ah, not good enough. You know, mm. and a lot of other producers that I know would be like, I shot it, I edited it, I'm releasing it. I know in my brain that it's probably not good, but I gotta gotta make that money, mm. and I understand that too. You know, you've gotta you know you're a producer, you've gotta produce and put it out. Yeah, I think we we all evolve as producers, but like it's just you know you're doing it in such a way where like you know the mass doesn't get to see that because I think we've all started somewhere yes. where you know we had very limited resources, very limited knowledge, and and just you know we just kind of we're making this thing and we're going to put this out there and see how the fans respond to it and like we have just you know we've grown from that mm-hmm. um but like when we look back at our some like some of our our work from like you know 10 years ago and we're just like that isn't even us anymore like, like and just like you there's a lot of stuff i have not released because i i have that too i've looked I have, at it and i'm just like i have content too where it's like i don't even feel like this is a good representation <laughs> of like who yeah. my who i am who my site what my site is and or anything and but you, you're you're going about it like very intelligently well very anally i think oh well, yeah it's, it's, uh, um, that is one uh, way to put it just a you know 
control freak about these things, but also you are um, anal. Um, <laughs> there is no anal in it. By the way. <laughs> it's all PG. Oh, I forgot to mention that it yeah. was chokeouts and then just a lot of anal. <laughs> it's necro and then just two hours of anal. Damn, you spoiled the surprise. <laughs> you <ruined> everything. <laughs> so what's that smell? Dot com. <laughs> Um, but, uh, wow, I just made a shit and a necro joke in the first 15 minutes. How, Sorry, guys. How unlike you. Jesus Christ. Um, but so, <laughs> you've, um, uh, this is a very interesting opportunity because I feel like we're getting, being, like I said, being able to talk to somebody before you get known. And I think it's kind of cool. Um, but, uh, so you, you know, let's go back to the things that, that led to this. Mm. So you mentioned a couple of movies. Um, obviously, any TV that you saw that kind of like sparked the imagination? Cause... Well, if, uh, the earliest operation, uh, the, the earliest um, um, influences, uh, it, it, it probably started with Sleep, mm-hmm. actually, which would obviously be of interest to you. But um, wait, that's a, that's a show? Uh, well, no, but just <laughs> just just scenes, scenes of Sleep. Oh, scenes of Sleep. Um, I I always find found myself gravitating towards uh, scenes of sleep yeah um which is closely related to um the other element of course um and for some reason who are you talking to well there you go so <laughs> so sleep, this is the house built on fucking sleep sleep <laughs> fighting um um uh sort of um uh Sleep fighting, sort of horror scenes. Um, so peril. Uh, peril. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these things. Um, uh, you, you just notice yourself gravitating towards them. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, becomes a thing. Did it ever uh, make its way into your personal life in that, like, you were... You know, obviously, no, because, you know, this is all, I would consider this definitely, th- these are all a bunch of interconnected kids, yes. you know, and like, I've, I've gotten to the point now where I'm just like, I just say it, because I used to, I used to very, I tiptoe around it, be like, oh, I'm not into this, I, just my fans are, and no, I'm no, just no, like, no, uh, you gotta go like, yeah, you have to be kind of be into this in, in order to do it well. I don't, I don't mm. think I know any producer in, mm. in this Oh, there are, there are some that totally there, fucking tell you that they're not into well, this shit. I mean, maybe, but I think most most are probably um, into it in one form or another mm-hmm. in the in into their personal life. Um, There's one I did hear about actually. There was a gentleman, and the models swear to me that this, this guy just does something for like a tax break. And the con- I'm not going to describe the content that he shoots because I want to out him. But it, it it's a very very specific type of action, um, and it's very it's a lot of setup because in it's Jesus Christ, yeah. But um, what's the content? I can't. I don't really want to say it because I, I don't. I don't want to put him on mm. front street. But it has to do. I'll say this. It, it has to do with some underwater photography, mm-hmm. um, and so it's yeah. and it's very hugely like detailed. Uh, but the models that work for him tell me they're like, yeah, he's legit. He honestly is doing this because it's a good tax break, and and he's found his niche. Um, the question would be why water. It's it's a very interesting why not, way to go. Um, yeah. Why not um, floral dresses? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so or feet or whatever. And so part of me goes, I don't know if I believe him. But then I can't tell the models that they're liars because if they and, and if there's anybody who can see through some shit, it's the models that are working with you. They're gonna be like, yeah, of course you're into this. But they're just go like, no, he really. I don't think he really isn't interested in this. He just hires his dudes to, to film it and, and they do well and then. He releases it, and then uh, he he makes some money off of it, and also uses it as a weird tax thing. 
And so that's the only story I, I kind of believed. But for the most part, like if you're doing this and you like it, I mean, if you like it, it makes you a better producer. So that was my question to you. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, obviously going through life, um, this never, it, it, I'm, the question is basically producing it. Was that your first real way to kind of express that part of yourself? No, I would say that, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, it begins with one's personal life, mm-hmm. you know, you find ways to um, uh, incorporate, incorporate it, it yeah. and, you know, uh, play is a great thing, you know, finding, um, you know, communities that are open to... Um, so there uh, you go. To, to, to a more liberal set of experiences. Um, that, uh, you know, if you, you, you can either, you, you know, either you do that or you just have a very unhappy, frustrated yeah. life. Yeah. Um, but did you, so that was, that was during the advent of the internet. I mean, God bless the internet because you could reach out and go to message board and talk to people and be like, I'm into this. You are too. Oh my God, I'm not the only one kind of thing. And in your case, like you said, private play. So, okay, that's good. It means you you weren't just holding on to it until finally, okay, I'm just going to film this. That's right. Yeah. And the internet was, you know, the great liberator in the in the, in the late 90s. Enjoy um, it while you can, people. Hashtag yes, net yes, neutrality. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. Um, Vote against that right now. Vote but against the, repealing that yes. neutrality. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, let's not confuse anybody. They're like, wait. Uh, no, yeah. Wait, vote against what? <laughs> um, but... Um, but yeah, so now you're, like I said, on the brink of, of releasing uh, some of the material. Um, uh, what's a good question here? Because I really, you're, I'm, I'm getting to see this through your eyes, which I haven't had a chance to do in a while, which is being a new producer mm-hmm. and about to release, you know, really cool content. And you're, you know, are you nervous? Are you? Uh... Well, I hope it sells. No, 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 yes. But are you, <laughs> obviously, you know, but do you have your, your like, your concerns, you know, like your worries, or do you really feel like once this is out there, it's gonna it's gonna catch really well? I think you never know, actually. That's true. Uh, I I uh, I attempted to approach it with a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I looked at what everybody was doing, and I looked at the sort of thing that I wanted to do, um, and I tried to put a concoction together. That I thought would have a good chance of appealing to a reasonable number of people, while at the same time being both authentic and well produced, or mm. as well produced as I could manage with the resources available. Um, and you know, it'll be a gamble. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll see. I hope people don't pirate it. Um, and uh, if they do, there's ways. <laughs> we 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 know people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, you know people with who know people, but, uh, but you know, one one hopes that people will like it. I mean, you know, I still look at some of the stuff and think, you know, why did I not get the other angle that I could have got at that point? You know, which means that um, this particular punch has not connected quite as well with the chin as I would have liked it to have done, and it doesn't look quite as. That's a good point. Uh, one, you know, one is always, but each time you learn, so. Hopefully, you produce better stuff as you go along. One thing I learned um, deep into my career was to not settle for anything less than the shot that you want. Uh, and it hurts sometimes because you feel like 
you're inconveniencing the model by asking him to do it yet one more time. Just just, just one more time, but do this instead. And, I, uh, I don't yeah. find that to be a problem. In, okay. In, I, I, I think... that would always be like, oh shit, she's going to be pissed. But, no, I think... <laughs> when I was way younger, that's how I, I used to feel. I, I think that um, handling, handling um, people who are not necessarily um, experienced in fighting um, or necessarily even stage combat... Um, making them feel comfortable um giving them what they need mm -hmm. to to perform the scene well it, it's your job to support them if you're not supporting them you're not doing your job um so it's your fault mm -hmm. and, and unless unless they're grossly incompetent but <laughs> I, I, I i i haven't had that experience i haven't because either, no. um i generally i prefer to work with people who've had a bit of experience already um, that's a good yeah so it makes my life easier it, yeah. it means it means you have a you mean it means you have a better shoot and hopefully a better product I had one um, uh, one producer who worked with a, a couple of our girls uh, I think it was like a hotel room setting or I don't know it was like a, it was it was a cassette and uh, one of the girls came back to, to me because she was she worked, she lives here locally and she was like yeah I work with this guy and and, uh, and and he said, like, at the end of the shoot, like, he was like, oh, my God, you guys did so great. I, but I knew I knew you were going to do great. And he's like, why? Because like, you, you, you work with sleep again. And I was just like, oh, that's very nice to hear, you know, because people be like, he's I've seen your videos. Like, I know that you can throw a punch. I know that you can do a drop kick. I know that you can make your body fly across the room and make it look real. So he was just like, yeah, I picked you guys because you worked for SK and also for, like, other people that he was a fan of. I thought that was really kind of cool, and and I, I noticed that last time you came through, you shot stuff with like Saya, I believe mm -hmm. it was, and then Jacqueline. So I think and, that... and Mary, it was Saya, Mary, Meow, uh, oh, yeah. Jacqueline. Um, Did you work with Sumiko yet or no? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I thought so, definitely. But okay. uh, I think yes, last time and the time before. Mm -hmm. um, so you have something that that I'm actually envious of because when I started, I. No one, there was really no one doing that, the kind of combat that we do. There was a couple of companies in, maybe out in L.A. that had done some pro wrestling stuff, but I didn't live in L.A., mm -hmm. so I had to recruit local and, and, and convince some of my friends, hey, you want to try this? And they're like, sure, I just roll around and pretend to get knocked out. Yeah, sure. But um, it was weird because no one really knew how to fight, so I had to go and do the some of the pro training and come back and be like all right i think this is how you do it safely and then we you know learn from there but you get to you get to actually pick in a world now where like there's models who have pre-established fighting experience which i think is very envi enviable it, it, <clears throat> yes i mean you have the disadvantage of not being first but you have the advantage of a um uh, 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 a roster of, of models who have uh, some experience in in, in the work yeah uh, and then, then it's your job to do something a little bit different yeah. from what the 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 companies that already exist are doing. Um, and I think as long as you're, uh, the you know the plan is um, same sort of thing, but you know a different sort of wrapper. Yeah. Um, and a different sort of style. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the reasons that like Jacqueline's company has really flourished as well is because she worked in a world where there was tons of sleepy companies, but uh, she really put attention to uh, detail and story and, and, and just, you know, 
coordinating outfits, you know, maybe, and, and style. I mean, the, the, style. there's nothing, nothing quite looks like a Jacqueline Velvet um, clip. Thank you. No, Nothing quite looks like a, a Sleepy Kid clip. Mm. The, 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 one, the ones that, um, that have, that have uh, remained, the ones mm. that have endured, um, all have a, a, di a distinctive a distinctive style. I had, I had actually, I think it was Carrie Spectrum who was shooting something and she was, she was like, ah, that was good, but you remember Sleeper Kid? Yeah, do it, do a little more, add a little more Sleeper Kid. And, and the girl's like, oh, okay. So then it was more like animated and more like over the top. And, and I was like, I'm a fucking adjective. <laughs> it's well, like, that, that was a really sleeper kid thing to do. You but, are, you're, a, you're an abstract property. But also you can do like, hey, give me more velvets, you know, which is more like, okay, now it's it's more feminine and more like, you know, more sensual kind of knockout or, or, or fight scene, uh, feminine. Um, and uh, so it's, it's kind of cool but like because I do that too I'm like I'll, I'll do that sometimes I'm like hey that's good but I think we're going to make it softer so give me more like a velvet's kind of response and oh okay so they'll do like a sigh as opposed to one of to our a favorite things like when we're telling girls like if if we're both hiring a model for the day and, and he's got a wrestling shoot with, with them and then I have my my sleepy fetish shoot and we do something where um you know, they're they're in the same vein of like you know there's knockout elements and and whatnot, but it's like the reactions are so different, and so we we say like the sleeper kid style is like, ugh, like very like guttural, like very manly, and then the velvet style is like, ugh, like very <laughs> feminine, dreamlike, soft, and it's like the ugh and the ugh. <laughs> it's like the difference between a clenched fist and like a leaf. It, oh, yes, yes, and if if you look at if you look at every producer in a in a in a within a given within a given field, yeah. uh, you'll see they all do them slightly differently. Um, Very true. Yeah, that's why like I, I work with a lot of girls sometimes, and they're just so concerned with like doing the right thing, and I I always tell them like there's just there's no right a wrong way to do a reaction I mean like of course there is something where you can do t something totally off and it could be wrong but like you know have your own style and, and bring it to the table for whatever you're doing but like there's no just like pinpoint straight age way where you can be like yes this is this is exactly what you have to do and everybody has and, their own approach too so right every model has their their own way like i mean jesus like someone like saya takes a punch she'll sell it the saya way you know when jacqueline takes a punch you know it's just she has a very specific velvets you know response to that and but they, it's everybody's like personal flair mm -hmm. that well, i think we need you to, know i never want to direct them to all look the same i think you, that would be boring no you you don't want to do that you um although some producers do do that actually. i know i've seen that um i personally think it's boring i know other people think it's like you know they want to make every girl do the same reaction but it's not a complete free-for-all what yeah what, what you want if you can is to um let the performer express themselves but within within the the rubric of what you're trying to do, right. sometimes you have to give direction. Yeah, you're giving them guidance. Like here's here's the hallway you need to walk down. You can you can peek into other doors along the way, but like here's the hallway. That's that's a that's a really good way of putting it. Actually, yes, you can explore these other rooms, but stay on the stay on the track. Stay on this stay in this hall, but you can keep looking and sticking your head into these doors and, and try some of that. Um, 
and I also feel like I don't because I've spoken to you many times. Mm. Like, every time we hang out, one of the reasons I like hanging out with you, uh, one of the many reasons, is because we can talk about business. Um, but it doesn't become like it doesn't become like a sewing circle. It's like, have you heard about this producer and what he's doing? What a guy! <laughs> no, we just talk about what a cunt. What, what, a, what a fuzzy cunt. What a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, in Britain, that's not that bad of a word, so no. don't send me emails. <laughs> fucking cunts. But if, you say bitch, if you say bitch out there, you're going to get your fucking back like destroyed, like I did. There's actually a clip of that floating around the internet. So there is a video of Jacqueline. Um, <laughs> her name is, uh, her opponent was Zoe Page. Hey, Zoe, hope you're listening. Uh, no, she's not. But, uh, she hates me. She's going to fly and c- come kick your ass. Oh, that's cool. Do people hate you? No, 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 no. no. She's, 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 full of, she's full of shit. So um, we were wrestling <laughs> with this beautiful girl named Zoe Page out in the middle of Woking, Britain. Woking. Uh, Woking. 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 Mm-hmm. Small. It looked like the Shire. It was like this, like, a couple of huts and, like, a pub. It was awesome. And very short people. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> hairy like, feet. Yeah. Just one bearded guy with a hood on and with a long sword. Um, it was, oh, my God. But, uh, so we go to this guy's house. We we did a couple of videos with our friend Simon, Simon Peak, uh, who he ran a company for a while. I don't think he runs it anymore. I think he's, he's taking a break from it. Oh. Really? It that's sucks because he 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 had, he had a really good uh, thing going, but I you know whatever his his reasons are, I'm sure to be respected. What was his, what was his company's name? It's like Destruction. Oh god damn it! You put me on the spot. Uh, Simon, I don't remember. Uh, destruction. It was something like that. Dis- no, fuck. I don't know. I'll have to find out. But uh, so there's a girl named Zoe Page. Matter of fact, yeah, I don't have my internet hooked up here uh but so we did a video or they did a video and uh we didn't know this we should have actually discussed what you should and should not say but like you know in england when you call someone a cunt this is like yes but we don't say we don't pronounce the well we strictly can pronounce cunt? the t but um when you're you use, when you're using it in the way that you're thinking of you you sort of say cunt. oh so okay. you don't you don't say cunt you say oh. cunt, cunt. the t the t is silent and cunt you calling me a cunt? <laughs> you call me a fucking cunt? Are you calling me a fucking cunt? I'm calling you a fucking You fucking cunt. <laughs> so you when you add that T, it's fucking game over, apparently. No, no, no. It's still, I mean, it's still not as hard-hitting as it is here. Uh, but the word bitch, apparently, is is not... Here, bitch is like... Women call each other that, like, hey, what's up, bitch? Nah. Bitch. So, it, 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 it's not... It's not that that's outrageous in Britain. Well, it was outrageous to this woman. So we were doing the video, and Jacqueline is uh, they're just grappling, and she puts Jacqueline in a camel clutch. A very nice one. Kind of pulls her back a little bit. And Jacqueline's like, get off me, Oh, bitch. well, yeah, we're shit-talking. Yeah. Like, just, just and ragging it out and just, like, my natural thing, like, to call a girl a bitch, like, to me, it's not, like, a total insult. Mm-mm. You know, it's not, like, the bottom of the barrel we had a hit song insult. called "Bitch." I mean, it was it became a very common yeah. thing. Yeah, so it's just it was something that just kind of slipped out like while we were wrestling. <laughs> and she took it. It kind of I think it 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 snapped something in her head like it, it flipped a switch. So she grabs, grabs Jacqueline and just goes yank back. It was I mean to the point where it was really a far <sighs> bend. And I'm just sitting there in the corner I'm like like eyes wide. I'm like wait, whoa, hold on, hold on. And because she just something, I saw her eyes glaze over. She's like, "What did you call me?" Wow, you know, pull back. 
And there's a short like to crank me. And there's like a ten second clip of it online somewhere, and it is one of the most downloaded. I can't even watch it. Yeah, it's hard to watch, but it's one of the most downloaded ten. It's popular. It's all over YouTube because all these guys were like, "Now that's a camel clutch," and I'm like, "No, that's fucking dangerous, dude." You know. (laughs) So note to self: don't call a woman a bitch in England. Actually, don't call a woman a bitch anyway. But like in England, especially, don't. Especially when you're wrestling them and they have you in a camel clutch. Especially in that situation. Do not call them a bitch. It's worth pointing out that I mean, the the American idiom "bitch" Mm -hmm. uh, has traveled. Quite a long Where'd way. You so, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, the, the, the I saw a Belgian show recently where there was this character who, in a comical way, was calling his roommate "bitch," mm-hmm. saying, "I can't do the, the Belgian pronunciation," but but it wasn't. Uh, it, it was in the the, the the WhatsApp bitch sort of mm-hmm. sort of idiom. So, it's you know the 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 American influence is spreading around the world. And bitch is just like, I mean, it's, you, it, you can say that like in kids shows these days, you know? It, right. Yeah. It's, it, but uh, yeah, don't ever say it's someone in England who has you in a camel clutch. <laughs> they should put that like in a pamphlet. Less Probably years. a limiting case. Yeah. There should be a pamphlet they give you. It's just yeah. Like, if you're like, wrestling Before someone, you get into the country, they should make you sign something. It's like, just. <laughs> okay. So that's tangent number one. Uh, we're going to reel it back a little bit. Uh, what were we talking about? Um uh, so can maybe actually, uh, and I'm not trying to to look for any sort of service here because I know you, you know you've been into this for a long time. But what were some of the companies out there that were producing that you felt inspired you a little bit? Hmm, inspired you? You mean fetish companies? Yes. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Not. Not like, hey, Sears makes good washing and washers and dryers. But no, like if it's, uh, yeah, well, people who who made the kind of content that you, obviously. There was, there was, there was no one in particular. I didn't um, think there were, yeah, there's always there, a bunch. There, there, there was always, it was always, um, I'm, one of the reasons I thought it would be interest, interesting to produce stuff was that um, nobody was really producing the sort of thing that um, I would enjoy. Mm. There's a lot of, uh, so obviously, there's 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 the the wrestling companies. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of um, sleep and choke out. There's uh, there's you obviously. Um, there's um, there oh, was DT. There DT. was DT. Yeah, in, that was one of mine too. In in, in LA. Um, Props to DT. There were there's all the various peril. Uh, the all all the heroin people. Mm. So there's there's a whole bunch of people producing. Um, heroin type content with with combat and peril at various standards of production. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, NGC a lot. Right, They're right. In, uh, Next Global Crisis, I think. Next is. Global Crisis and Battle for Earth and all See, these. See, I haven't had a chance to check those out, but like Next Global Crisis was one of those companies where I saw it for the first time and I and I showed it to Jacqueline and I go, man, these this guy's good. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, I concur. And then I want to work for that. There company. are that that there, there was a there was a now defunct website called uh, Necrobabes. Um, I've I I actually know three of the principal producers. You know, on, I on, actually on that. you know I actually used to enjoy the shit out of that site because um, I don't think Jacqueline knows this. There's a company called Necrobabes that um, I do not know Necrobabes. So Necrobabes 
was uh, kind of under an umbrella of different production styles. So like one of them was, you know, they had like a battling beauties, which was more like... It was battling bays. Battling bays or something uh, like that. And then there was... Bays. And it, they, they, did a, they did Necro. That was kind of their big thing, obviously. It's Necro babes. Uh, I wasn't as interested in the Necro stuff. I was more interested in the battling babes because it was like their take. It was the people who were, who were, who were used to doing Necro trying their hand at, at just combat and wrestling and stuff like that. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting because it was it had a dark flair to it because like when the girls really did these jokes and... But they, they were quite campy. Yes, actually. very campy. They were quite campy and they enjoyed being quite campy. Actually, they, they did. Were, they were campy like... if they're in the necro Well, the, the thing is, the that genre is quite, it very, it's quite like, diverse. Yeah. So... Um, it was very... Necro. It was very non-offensively necro. Like it was... A, um, well, some of the, the, the producers... There were there were four producers. It's a weird thing to say. Under Necrobabes, and um, yeah, you remember I, this I way, got to know three of them way better than I did. Um, and two of them produced really quite campy stuff. Um, they in, in, uh, three of them, the three that I knew produced quite campy stuff because they didn't want they didn't want to go too dark. I was um, a, that was a company that I was actually I don't mean sorry I didn't mean to interrupt hmm. but I'd be all the thoughts in, in the head. Um, it's one of those companies that I, now that I think about it inspired me but like on a very subliminal level because like he said it was very it was death but it was very light and campy and a lot of the stuff that I do now with a lot of like the eye rolling and eye crossing and the tongue hanging out they were doing can, all of that they were doing all of that mm. and and they were doing these stills where the girls were like. You know, making silly faces, getting conked on. Yeah, very exaggerated. And, you know, getting conked on the head. Or they did one that I, I kind of been thinking of, of re, doing a reiteration of where, like, it would be two girls who are, like, in loincloths and they're, like, these feral creatures that just fight in the cage and shit like that. And then, like, you know, they're biting each other and choking each other. But there's a lot of the over the top, like, bonk to the head, like, cave woman kind of stuff. Oh, man. I've always wanted to do, like, an Island of Women series where. <laughs> well, they, they, they did that. They mm -hmm. did, um, they did series called, um, I think it was called Death Piles. And it was just, it was just piles and piles of women mm -hmm. all sort of like six women on or top of four, each other. Four, like, not that many. I think it was more like, like four to five women. And they would just be just piled up for these photos and just in different, like ridiculously, like silly after a while, like one leg here and like, you know, it, it became, it was, it was like sexy, but also like just very, very comical. Um, and then they would do to like, some, and to you, I mean, they also did something that was, how did they get in that pile? They did something that was accredited to, <laughs> <laughs> well, they would show that too. So they would, um. And another thing that was accredited to me, which I, I don't take credit for, is the Sentry stuff. And they did a lot of Sentry, mm. um, but their stuff was definitely more death. So it'd be like a, a girl, and they would have a girl wearing, like, with a spear and, like, a shield. And, and that was, was um, that was very much, that was, that was a... Catharsis? Was that that was Catharsis. This is all coming back to me. I, I, <laughs> I, I got to know the gentleman who produced all of that quite well. So let me guess. Uh, let me guess this. Mm. Because I, I every time I saw his stuff, it was on a little, like, set. Um, and he had, like, a little couch. He had... It was, like, wooden floors. Uh, a black kind of um, uh, background that was, like... I think it was, like, a curtain, right? Mm. Like a black curtain. All together by push pads. Nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, <sighs> and there was a couple of scenes that he did that man now that I think about it there was a lot of inspiration there because he did one thing I remember he had like he's like he had a facial hair like I remember yeah he, yeah he had a beard and so he did a clip there was oh my god I'm like <laughs> this is what it's like when you're like 99 years old and you're like oh god 
that's what mom made for breakfast every day. Uh, so uh, it's um, he it's did a thing where back. yeah, he would do things where he would sit there and like he, you could tell it was on a tripod, but he would drink like a potion. And he would laugh, and then suddenly he would disappear. That was one of his series. He he did an invisible series. He did an invisible yeah. series, and there would be a beautiful girl, completely completely nude, laying on the couch, and then suddenly she's getting choked from behind. So it's her like choking and choking, and it's just this, you know. And he's filming her, and, and they're very long struggles, and then she finally like, you know, tongue out, and she dies or whatever. Uh, but it's shot like I said. It was never. It never felt like I someone... need to get my hands on some of that invisibility potion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Maybe I should be with it. <laughs> well, what? you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses, like, but it, it's it's worth um, the they were they were the first they were the first, mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of other people followed. And did they get shut the, down? What happened? Like, no, it was um, it was just for a whole bunch of personal and economic reasons. They they, they left down? the scene. Oh, okay. Um. um and they had some damn good actresses too. They had some excellent ones. Totally I, I I met a lot of them. Oh good. Um, but um, because it was very interesting to me before I before I began producing myself to to me it was fascinating to to meet both the people who wanted to produce it mm-hmm. and the people who were willing to uh, act in such far out um, at the time. Right. It was it was more far out than it is now. Well, I was told um, by a, a little bird that the guy who ran Catharsis uh, also it was like a nightclub um, thing, and he was like a dom, and that he had a couple of girls that were his submissives. Um, that he was that's not quite into, true. He, he, he that was what I heard on a message. He board. certainly um, he 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 knew he knew the King community okay. where he lived. Um, and he was a part of it, and um, you know, um, he was he he uh, he was very he's a very personable man. I haven't spoken to him in a few years, but wow. he's um, he's a highly intelligent. Um, um, you know, you, if you spent an evening with him, you you would you would have a very um, you would have a very interesting conversation on a, on a range of topics, and you know he he took care of his his models. He he was a, he's he's a very ethical producer, um, and um, uh, well, that's a I shame. Think, that I think your not... quest, I think your question was um, your your question was whether he got romantically involved with any of them. He was very careful about that. He I um, I think there was. There was one that he got romantically involved with, but um, not in any sort of a not in any way that I think deserved any criticism. Well, and like you know, like I said, I think we we've definitely um, we can move on from here because I don't want to just geek out on the guy. Cause, yeah, um, but the, the, but the point you were asking about, yes. you were asking about the types yes. of different producers. So there was there was the original Necrobate crew, and then there were a bunch of other people, and there was the, there was a tradition that grew out of that that was. Um, you might describe it as much more dark, um, much more sexually explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a lot of um, a lot of mis- a lot of spoken misogyny, which doesn't mean that the people that are producing it <clears throat> are um, are themselves misogynists. But you know, there's a demand for um, content where people where you know the, the you've got people. Um, saying sort of die bitch and all that kind of thing 
Not really my kind of thing, but um, the, like the, there's a market for That's like the Pee-wee Herman word of the day. Ah! Right. Ah! Is that Jacqueline? But, you know, there's a... Con- that now, there's considerable <laughs> diversity in, in all the genres. Yes. Uh, and so that's interesting. So we can actually take it from there. And we've done what, what's happened a lot in, in some of these podcasts. Is we've tripped and fell into the necropole, um, which is fascinating to me because it is out of all the fetishes that tie into what we're doing, in your case, very specifically, because you do incorporate that a lot into your shoots. Um, it's well, the, the thing I is, mean, I mean, in, in one sense, yes, but I've shot them to make them compatible with Sleepy as well. That's good, too. So... But the ones it, that I've witnessed so far have been a lot of, uh, you know... They the, cross over. At the very I mean, end, choke yeah. out strangulation yeah. based. Um, I'm assuming... Um, well, no, because you haven't done a whole lot of mixed stuff yet. So there's you haven't even had a chance to, to say no to misogyny. But uh, uh, I, I, I didn't even think about that. Because, yeah, when I used to check on Necrobabes, it was very much innocent. Like, in a weird way. It's like, yes, you're role-playing death. But it was very, almost like like he said, like comedic, kind of like over dramatic, very much like you're watching a stage play. You know, like when someone gets killed well, on why stage. Were they, why were they killing each other? Oh, sometimes it would just be the, the guy, evil guy drinks a potion and chokes a girl until she's. Well, it would be. Out. Sometimes it would be um, a simple argument over who did the dishes. I mean, uh, <laughs> whatever ex- narrative excuse you want. I can relate to that. Yeah. If you didn't want to wash the dishes, sometimes yeah. I want to kill you. And, you know, I'll think about drinking that potion. <laughs> there was there was another model that I actually came close to almost working with, who started working with necrobabes named um, Lisa L I S S A, and she was a Lisa. beautiful. Li- See, I didn't get wrong. L I S S A. I I I know her personally, and she was absolutely. Like one of those girls that you would see and you'd be like, fuck, we need to hire her. Because she's like got all the, she hits all the notes. Mm. Very beautiful. Also, yeah. Where is she now? Well, she retired I, she's or? out of the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not going to say anything about her. But okay. um, she was one of the producers. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, and she modeled a lot. She, she did a lot of the, uh, she acted in a lot of the uh, clips. Um, and she's very talented. Yeah, she looked, and she looked mm-hmm. great. And we actually talked about, uh, I was just kind of starting to really shoot and, and that's when he, she was like oh I'll, maybe I'll come out to Atlanta or you can come out to where I'm at and it just never happened unfortunately but um, but anyway so moving on so that's another thing that you know obviously you know not, not everything that you're going to do is, is going to center around that final necro finish you know which is in your case do you, do you have a reason why um, you gravitate towards the strangulation is it because huh. is that more of the play you did when you were younger or I think these things are always an accident. Because I don't feel like you you would do a scene where it's like, all right, I'm done with you. Bam, 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 bam. You know? No, no, no. I, I mm. no, not. I, I, I may well do shooting. But, okay. Um, um, in fact, in the in the one we're doing tomorrow, there'll be a bit of shooting, but Good. it won't be the. But the um, the asphyxiation stuff um, will will fit. The thing about a thing about a shoot shooting is um, it's over in a second. Yeah. And there's value to be had for extending a scene. Unless you miss and you don't hit a major artery and then you're suffering for a while, it's not over in an instant. I mean, headshots are definitely over. Well, uh, but, uh, like, thank that, you, that, Jacqueline. That, that, <laughs> well, that, again, so if you're, if you're going to do 
there's there's a whole fetish called belly butt, which uh, oh, where you get shot in the belly, belly shot in the belly, or stabbed in the belly, shot, shot in the belly. So some will, someone will writhe around in agony for, for like, however yeah, long forever. it is. Yeah. But that that's you know that's Jacqueline a very specific that, thing. Yeah. Um, I, I do that also, but like even when we do shootings, it's like it's, you say it's, it's called belly butt. That I believe is the the term. No, sorry, I like the word butt. <laughs> belly butt with two T's. Oh, there you go. So it is actually a butt. So maybe they were aiming for the butt, but they hit the belly instead. <laughs> so it's like I don't know why. I heard it too. I've heard it over the years, belly butt, and it's usually like a girl who gets hit in the stomach with something, yeah. and she just writhes a lot, and then finally, like the. <sighs> you know. But it, it's it's when you look at those performances. Um, what you're seeing is somebody writhing around in pain. Now, there's an equivalent of that in in your own work because mm-hmm. when you do um, when you do things like something like a belly claw mm-hmm. or a, or a nerve pinch, mm-hmm. what you've got is somebody writhing around in pain. Now, different different causation, same result. Yeah. So that's somebody that. That's for somebody who who wants to see somebody writhing around in pain. We did one with Sumiko that was so like it was it so hit that note that I'd never really I, it never really occurred to me how hard it hit it. So it was like um, it was fifteen minutes of Sapphire straight up just body slamming Sumiko. It was like pick her up, walk her around while Sumiko begs and pleads, slams her down. The customer, immediately, I mean, I could tell immediately where the hook was for him because his thing was he wanted to see her arch her back as far as she could, grab her back, and like buck her hips up, and her legs are pushing up. So her back, she's doing basically kind of a back bend as she's screaming and groaning in pain. Showing the belly, butt. showing the belly, but also showing the legs, <laughs> showing the butt, showing the showing the whole body. He wanted me to shoot it from the side as well because he wanted to see the arch of the back, and it was always like her crying saying you broke I think you're breaking my back you're breaking my back and it's like over and over and over again and I had this weird moment where I was like I don't I'm not into this but I totally understand if someone else is because it's 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 that what you were saying the writhing like when Jacqueline does the belly shooting or the belly stabbing where it's just like with Serena you do a lot with her where it's like a lot of writhing and oh it hurts so much and then the girl like slowly kind of like but that, so that this... the, what you're describing there is the, not not the end, but the the writhing around. That's a staple of peril mm-hmm. as well. So um, all those there's um, a there's a really um, there's a strong audience for that too because like I've done specifically necro videos where like you know very strong characters will be having a go uh, and. You know, they'll shoot each other, but not in a fatal spot. And so there's that kind of, like, descent where they start off, like, really, really strong. They have all this, like, you know, all this angst, all this energy. And then they get hit, and they're still fighting, but they're wounded. So it changes the dynamic. And I think, I mean, that might be a whole other separate thing entirely. But I, I also like doing necro videos like that, where it's not just, like, you find somebody, you hunt them down, you get them done. But I think it's like, all the same thing. That, that um, one of the reasons that um, I mean, I didn't just want to do. Uh, I, I I like to um, include a combination of uh, fetishes mm-hmm. in the in in each particular clip. Of course, I was I was well. Not everybody does. Well, so, 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 some. Are, I'm, I'm I'm referring more to customs. Like some customs where they want you to stick with the one thing. 
Um, right. But when uh, I do like a pro wrestling video, I'm like, okay, let's get a shot of boots or let's get a shot of uh, the hair pulling. You know, it's, it's the little things that these guys want to see. Right. I mean, just just from a um, from a commercial point of view, it ma- it makes sense to um, include a number of different things that are going to appeal to different people. Why not take ten boxes instead of just one? Yeah. Um, but I would say that whether it's sleep, whether it's peril, whether it's necro, Bondage. whether it's uh, that they are all variations on the same theme. Yeah. They are all they are all about uh, power differential. Mm-hmm. They're all about you. you t- in particular, um, it, you, you, you especially when it comes to peril, when you're dealing with superheroines or um, somebody that um, uh, you know and sort of stuff I'm doing at the moment, which is um, um, uh, female assassins and spies with, you know, combat skills and all the rest of it. So strong characters, um, but all of this stuff is about taking taking a character and um, reducing them from a, a, well, reducing is a loaded term, but um, they start in a position of power and they end in a position of powerlessness. Mm Um, and that's essentially all of this stuff is um, is a variation on taking taking somebody um, in a powerful position and um, turning them into um, some uh, a, a character that's powerless. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the common theme. That's that. It, People who are interested in this stuff—that's what they want to see. Well, yeah, I mean, that's—I mean, one of the things that we really enjoy shooting is always the the female assassin who's way, you know, more trained than the people she's hunting down, and it's always like you know these very self-confident soldiers who are you know guarding us. But that's the staple spot. of your of your wrestling clips as well. As so, well, yeah. So along comes a jobber mm-hmm. who's overconfident. And then, then a heel in, in will, comes Sapphire, will teach or... <laughs> them <laughs> yeah. um, the error of their ways or whatever. It's exactly the same yeah. dynamic. And one of the things I remember seeing me as a kid, like when I was, you know, watching, uh, especially stuff like old, you know, uh, fucking what's his name, Chuck Norris movies and stuff like that, or even like Schwarzenegger, uh, and it bleeds into what Jacqueline shoots as well. It's the idea of like so many soldiers that he has to take out you know and it's always sneak up sneak up snap the neck or a knife in the throat or you know stuff like that and the idea of like a soldier being this dispensable thing it's just like this isn't even a human being it's just this thing that's you put there because you want Chuck Norris to have a really cool scene you know uh, you want Schwarzenegger to come in and like snap someone's neck or or, and then say something cool like that was a snap Mm. or you know stick around (laughs) stick around knock knock and so it's That happens, and you're like, well, yeah, this person is so dispensable, or, or what's the word? Is, is dispensable? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But like, um, well, you could use the word objectification. Objectified, but also, um, um, what's the word when when someone's expendable? Expendable. Thank you. Uh, and tons of expendable characters, and I would always in the back of my head go like, I wonder how that would be if it was a female assassin with tons of female soldiers that she had to like go through and take out one by one. Being that I'm attracted to females, I was just like, that's kind of hot. The idea of like these women that are dressed beautifully and they only exist to serve one purpose is to make this other powerful woman look more powerful when she encounters them. Mm. Well, and that bleeds over to wrestling because 
we were talking about it earlier with with Sparrow because uh, we were talking about the psychology of it, and and she was asking me, and I was just like, yeah, the idea of the expendable wrestler, this girl, you go see a live show, and there's like, I don't know, let's say Luna Vachon, you know, walks into the ring, and wow. then sitting in the other side of the ring is some girl who's from the local town, and she's wearing like. A two-piece, and she's kind of an okay shape. Yeah, and she's about to get wrecked. Yeah, she's pretty girl, you know, and in walks <laughs> this, like, massive heel, and you're like, from this corner, in this corner, Luna Vachon, everyone knows Luna Vachon, it's like, ah. And in this corner, this is Sandra D from uh, Butthole, Texas, and she's like, ah. And she's the expendable wrestler. She's the one that's there to just make this other girl look good. So I've always looked she's at... She's a jobber. A jobber. So I've always looked at the sentry and the assassin and in your case you know the assassin versus the lesser trained assassin is the same way it's just like kind of a oh, oh no so I mean consider you're like uh, consider, or you're just full of shit <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> just, just, just that it, there's more than one dimension to this so consider well, there's definitely consider, consider yeah. Xenia Onotok from, from GoldenEye from yeah, James Bond oh fucking so, Fonka Johnson so in that movie Fam- Jesus Fam- Fam- Johnson, um, Fonka uh, Johnson Fonka Johnson Smythe <laughs> unfortunately, uh, oh, is unfortunately, that where that came? Wait a second. Oh, okay. That's that's a good. That's a good. I, 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 she was I, the one that did the uh, the, the leg scissors. The, yeah, the yeah. scissors. Right. Per, uh, you you couldn't have designed a character to be more suited to your own or mine, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, she was um, so fucking great. Um, uh, material. Um, so she was she was very strong, very skilled. Uh, completely psychotic mm-hmm. and then what happened she had a climactic um uh, uh battle Fight. with with um with, Brosnan, with james bond Brosnan, with, Brosnan, Brosnan was the bond um and she was neck scissoring him uh and he shoots the yep. helicopter pilot who's um she's she's, she's, she's sailed down from the from the from the helicopter the helicopter crash and she gets she gets crushed against a tree um so you know the, and the evil, tree is, uh... the evil but powerful. Um, um, you know, I mean, you could go on about the semiotics of this for hours, but the, you know, there's the there's the powerful female character, now, powerful did she get... evil am female I, character. Am I, maybe I'm remembering it in my own way because did she get crushed on a top or on a bottom? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was <laughs> nice work. So she's, <laughs> she gets pulled. Thank you. She gets pulled into the tree like this. So it's like bam. But it's 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 a it's a it's a that could that scene could have been designed by a fetishist. And but no, here's my was. question because I haven't seen it in a long time. When she gets pushed into the tree like this and it it pulls her back and she she basically the, the, she gets crushed. So she gets crushed by a rope. And so it's around her body. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like what she did to the men before. Yeah. So it's like this That's poetic justice, body blah. But in my head, this is how fucked up I am. In my brain, I remember her enjoying it. I remember her like, boom, she's like, ah. And she, then, she's not enjoying okay, it. Okay, damn it. That's your, that's your mind. <laughs> I honestly thought that for a split second, maybe she was smiling and you, she you, like, you have and died. distorted reality I according thought, to your No, that's a better fucking version fine. of it. That's the problem. You know what? Whoever directed that movie suck it. But dick. actually, somebody should do a clip based on that because yes. it, it, all you would need is a helicopter. All I need is a helicopter but, uh, and a tree. Um, I've got so gonna, many trees. I'm, I'm going to call my helicopter guy. Um... <laughs> Just, but but it's all about the draw. Just it's a naked of, guy in the background, like. <laughs> but it, it, it's all about the, the, the powerful, Wrong the powerful figure, mm-hmm. uh, rendered powerless. 
Um, and you know, you you've got that in you've got that in the whole wrestling spectacle. Big time. You've got that in um, Bond films. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got that in the, horror films. The, and from uh, your side of the pond, it, it's, the Avengers, it's, for example, right? Huge, huge. Every single time you'd be like, oh man, Emma Peel, black cat suit. She looks so sad. Oh, she just got neck chopped. Okay, all right, cool. All right. So <laughs> there's a need that's being serviced by both mainstream material um which is just coy about it yeah. the, the mainstream material will will give you a glimpse of what you're looking for don't get, and then don't get the, jacqueline started and then that. the fetish material yeah. will step in and show you everything that you wanted to and see and that's where i come into play yeah because jacqueline and i would watch movies and it'd be like <laughs> these movies where it's like your girl gets chloroformed and she struggles and then it cuts to her feet. Oh, I mean with anything, like with any reaction in a Hollywood film. Like, it's God always damn it. I mean, like, you know, maybe like seven times out of ten, like it's done completely incorrectly. And I, I don't know, it's not a fetish video, but it's like, wait, why did they cut away? Why do I wanna see the other person going like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, no, you wanna watch their reaction and then all of a sudden they're on the floor. And I think that's like where I came into play, like what kind of spawned me to want to do this kind of work because I would see stuff like that and be like you're not showing me what I want to see mm-hmm. <laughs> like I could do that so much better the thing is that there's just a straightforward conflict of interests between um, art and fetish so um, quite often if you if you want to produce a, a, you know a lot of a lot of um, Artistic filmmaking is about suggesting and not showing, and yeah. sometimes um, it, it can be much yes, it can be much more powerful to suggest and not show, um, but that just will not deliver for fetish. So um, you, the, the, the just fetish a straightforward is the, fetish is the opposite. Fetishes show yeah. do not don't leave to the imagination. But the irony is that uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, the irony, I think, is that. Um, Fetish is, um, it's made much more powerful when you clothe it, when, when the wrapper is, is as um, artistic and realistic as you can make it. And then within, an, so you put together a narrative, you put together people sort of acting. Yeah, production um, quality. You, you put together some reasonable dialogue. So it, 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 it imitates a mainstream moving, but look, you actually show all the fetish elements as well. And there's, so. a, there's, there, there's different elements that have to be present for that to work, and I, I've tried to have that in my videos. Uh, obviously, there's some some of the scripts that I, sh- I shoot are very much wrestling videos, so it's just like, you know, hey, this two girls don't like each other, or they're just here to compete. They wrestle, 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 knocka, knocka, knocka. There's no real narrative. Um, uh, but with something like you know, like a like an assassin story, or or you know, in in your case, you know what you do, uh, then yeah, it'd be it, it, it works a lot better when you start incorporating some of the higher end uh, tactics that a lot of these uh, you know mainstream companies use. So if you're doing special effects, you're doing really intricate lighting, or you're using a damn fine camera, and you know how to do your your white balance, you know how to fucking get the colors to pop, like then you you start delivering. You know, and I try to do that, especially with our action-based stuff. I like it to look crisp, and, and you know, it's it's weird. Sometimes you'll see a company that does, like, wow, that's a pretty well choreographed scene. Why is he filming it on his fucking iPhone? You know, why is it we so gr- grainy? Why not, not everyone can afford a 
a professional camera. Not I mean, that. So. I was saying like an iPhone now, but like like an iPhone four. You know, it's like it, it just you'll see some of this stuff that's like it just looks really grainy. But once again, it's it's just attention and care to detail. I guess mm. when it comes to that, like, and I take that back because James made a good point that everyone can afford a fucking no, no, and I think we all started somewhere, yeah, and and what we can do, but it's like at least like light your subjects. So and, that's the thing, and I, and, and get everything I, in shot, especially with fetish videos, because I've seen some stuff out there like companies that I I love to see their work because I think they have like their heart is behind it fully and they understand the fetish or whatever they're doing and I'm just talking like around the gamut of uh, sleepy stuff, necro stuff, whatever and sometimes I see that even happen in fetish videos where like for some reason like you know a girl will get like just first circumstance and for sake of just the conversation like a girl will get knocked out and she'll like fall out of frame and then all of a sudden she'll be like down on the ground and it's like this is the kind of stuff that you see in like Hollywood film right and, and you're trying like, to emulate that yeah but I mean, you're absolutely right. Even with the shittiest camera in the world, if you have decent lighting, if you know as how... As long to... as you're just capturing what's going on, like, I think that's what we, as a viewer, uh, like, watching a fetish film, like, we want to see everything. I mean, as much as we can. Yeah, I didn't... But... Like I said, I didn't mean to sound like a snob. But yeah, like, if you are shooting even with a phone, uh, there's ways... I know some of... Uh, we know models that shoot with their phones, but they know how to light for that. They're like, okay, I know... Let's get this much light on you so it looks nice and crisp even though I'm shooting with this, because most phones now can shoot some great footage. Um, but but that, that's a lesson you have to learn. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, stuff that I, 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 I didn't know about. No, 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 no. When but, I but first started learned. shooting. I'm talking about companies. And thank, thank God for Final Cut. I mean, you I'm can talking, color correct after uh, let <laughs> in, me, in post. Let me clarify. I'm talking about companies that have shot this way for years now and have yet to evolve, even though they should. And when someone mentions it to them, they're like, that's just the way I like it. And you're like, well, then, then that's where you're going to stay. Because you are not making a concerted effort to improve mm -hmm. your material. I mean, I guess there, there might be like a, a market for that too. Because like we were talking about this earlier, I think today, where we were talking about like the realism sometimes of like how people film or even take photography. Um, and this goes like across the board of every fetish where... They don't need to do a grandiose production. And I mean, I've, I've worked with like some bondage producers, like they don't even use like colored rope. They do like, like really like realistic ties that like the normal person would be able to do. And it's because the audience wants to feel like they are actually like a part of this or they could be a part of this and they could put themselves in this situation. Right, and now, now you're talking about another aspect of this is um, the different the types of looks uh, for models so you can either go for um, uh, um, uh, uh, mm. sort of very sort of tanned porn kind of you know yeah. there are people there, there, there's, there's a certain there kind of porn star. look there's a certain kind of porn look right um, and then there's girl the next door the unobtainable the unobtainable or the reachable <clears throat> Um, that's going to hit different buttons for for different people, right? And I mean, there's all. I mean, everybody is different in what they like, and so I think we we try to like give the best that we can <laughs> as producers to try to like give them the gamut of like, all right, well, this is a bit of everything. But is this is this, is this it? Is this where I start turning into like the old? Uh, curmudgeon like with the, the cane going like no it's gotta be like this you know like because I think 
there, there's a part of me that really goes like, yes, I understand that when you start in this business, you, you're going to start with with you know maybe not the best um, uh, camera you know equipment. I mean, I, I we have I, I love my camera, but I know there's like 4K shit flying out there that like makes things look absolutely stunning and you know very much like what you said, movie like, pro- professional film like. So maybe there's somebody but, out. But I think you also know that movie like mm-hmm. is about selecting your shots mm-hmm. and and editing well True. Uh, and um, and that's what that's something point. shot on cheap equipment if someone has 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 a bit of know-how doesn't matter how expensive uh, you know but that's... Uh, uh, you know you will we'll all take um, a well shot um, um, uh, standard definition movie over a badly shot 4K movie. That's kind of the point I was trying to make, actually. Because what I was trying... Like, there's companies that have stuck with, like you said, standard definition video, but they still do very standard definition uh, directing. You know, and it's just like, you need to evolve. Otherwise, people, you know, unless that's just people really want to see, and they they want to see it, and it just, they want it to look bad. But yeah, there's... I've seen stuff where you right like this looks like it was shot on on an old point and shoot kind of video camera, but the guy knows how he shoots. He's he's got the special effects. He's got the the sound queued up correctly, and it's a good video. And you're absolutely right. I would much rather see um, a uh, oh, there's someone coming in. Hello. <laughs> but no, I would um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Much rather see something shot. On a on a regular camera that's really well edited and and you know taken care of as opposed to like a four K video where the girls and don't know what they're doing and the punches are missing and it looks terrible and even if it's well lit but yeah I get I get what you're saying but there's a there's a part of me that always goes like I want to always take the next step to make this look sharper and better and you know more I think that's just us as film like like you mm. said like make it feel like you're actually watching a film I've had people who have told me like you know this is my kink but um, I kind of forgot that it was my kink because I really got into the story, you know, kind of like... It, it actually, um, it's a bit of a tangent, but I, I think it's relevant to things that you're interested in. We love to. Um, so, um, there, are demand, there are the demands of uh, putting together a well-made film. Yeah. Um, so, an interesting question for me, because because I'm... At the beginning here, yeah. Um, I haven't had any custom requests yet, mm-hmm. um, but you have obviously you had a lot of custom requests. So, yeah. so how would you say that you um, um, meet the requirement of both producing a good film and um, doing what a, a, a doing exactly what um, is it's demanded in a custom request? Um, I'll say for me, um, when I get custom requests, the first thing I do is I, I talk to the customer and I find out like exactly like what they're looking for. And I will, I will read over the script and, um, something that helps is I, I try to visualize in my head how I'm going to shoot this video and I lay it out like, like in a map, just like how everything is going to flow the dialogue, the location, how everything is going to like form together and I think about okay like will this work for the style that both me and SK are like used to doing. 
Um, and if not, then I will talk to that person and try to work within their realm of like, okay, well, you have, you know, maybe like a, a grandiose idea and I don't think it is like within our capabilities of shooting or if it's something I don't understand, I'll just be like, well, here's my idea about like what you talked about and like, what about this part? And like, let's just, let's just nitpick on this for a while and talk about exactly how you would like to see this. Cause like normally when you get a custom, you know, you can, you can pretty much pinpoint exactly like the thing that they're going for. Like it's just an underlining element no matter what it mm -hmm. is. And it's like, sometimes they'll throw in flares of something that could be interesting but I'm like how much does that really mean to you to have this in the video that would make it your thing because sometimes and, yeah so they'll add something because they think it's a good story mover but in reality you're like is this is this something that has to be there because we, we might change that and so Jackie does that a lot where it's like you know let's cut this part out because I have a feeling this is not what he's buying this for let me make the question a bit more specific let's yes. suppose um Somebody uh, writes to you and says, um, um, I'd like um, half an hour of belly punching. Uh, I just want to see belly punching. So if they're saying, um, just take this model here and have them um, get belly punched for half an hour, mm. you, you're, you're going to get a very simple story out of that. Oh well, shit! That's a that's a. I would love that script. <laughs> just yeah, no, very easy to film. Yeah, but but not 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 a, you know. So, do you find yourself saying, um, "Well, look, let's incorporate some story elements here"? And yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so that's that's kind of not what necessarily I was... though, because I mean, like sometimes I mean, especially for you with like the wrestling stuff, like it's just like sometimes there doesn't need to be a rhyme or reason to why he does a, a match. It's just like. Two people are being mm. pitted against yeah. each other. There's no like, the conflict. The, yeah. There's just, you know, two girls are fighting. Let's have at it. And then they go. And then it's like... And then anything can happen at that point. Because with my videos, it's like, you know, um, well, we shot something with um, April Flowers, who's in hanging out. Uh, and <laughs> she had to wrestle um, Katya. And it was, it was just, you know, hey, standing back to back. And the guy wanted... April to pretty much dominate. So it was just like, she just kept knocking her out. Then next round starts, knocking her out. At the end, the poor other girl is just completely dazed. And she's just toying with her. And so, but there's no real story there. However, I have done that before where, and, and with Jacqueline's shoot too, where we'll get a script and it'll be like, why is this happening to this person when this makes it, it makes no sense yeah and i'll turn to jacqueline so a good example and I, I should i mention the story but it was it was a video we had where it was jack it was it's a great video you guys wait to see this thing it's fucking awesome but jacqueline's a vampire which she plays beautifully leela bow yeah the leela bow it plays wonder woman which is her dream role she loves to play wonder woman so mm -hmm. it's a wonder woman stalking this vampire and then she gets hypnotized and there's this huge hypnosis induction scene where like she's telling her that she's under her control and then on top of that she uses her own fucking lasso around her which not only makes her tell the truth but also gives her more control over her. Yeah. So they go through this 10 minute spree completely of powerless. completely stripping her of any power, any desire to fight back, turning her into a mindless slave and I'm like this is cool. This is this is working out really well. And then suddenly the next scene was that 
she ties one woman up by the arm by the wrists and then one woman decides that she's going to try to break free but we're, i'm like wait we just spent 10 minutes yeah. stripping her of her desire to do anything but what the vampire says establishing that this was a thing and i think oh. he just he just i think he wrote it in just to kind of give it a little bit of flair and I just said, like, I, I don't think it's going to make any sense. And and Jacqueline was like, yeah, you're right. I think it's going to... Oh, be... I didn't think it made sense at all. Yeah, but, like, yeah. the way we played it, which was so perfect, and I was actually, like, Leah's acting in that uh, we, we made her, like, um, just de-boot herself. And, and the source of her power in the script was her boots, her tiara, her cuffs, all that stuff. And he said, Jacqueline removes this, but you changed it. But, I, yeah, I changed it, and I said, like, wouldn't it make more sense since I'm in control now? Like, wouldn't it make more sense for me to tell her to remove these things? But I think her... And why am I going to do the work? It's like, right. take those off, hand them over, I'm just going to watch you do it. And go make me a sandwich. But, like, <laughs> but, like the way that she... The way that make it she, wonderful! <laughs> of course she would. But the, the way that she played it was she did it all, like, begrudgingly. So she did it all, like, just painfully like removing like down the zipper it just like hurt her to do every action she was taking off her tiara and while she was handing it to me how how much of that how much of that was in the customer not at all it wasn't at all but like we talked about this like while we were shooting it and we had just a conversation between us three and we were all just trying to figure out like okay well here's here's what's going on here's the psychology behind it and, um, you know, Leah just, like, totally encapsulated that. And I'm like, you know, yes, like, do it do it begrudgingly. And I didn't even have to tell her. And she just, like, just slowly took off her tiara and, like, handshaking while she was handing it to me. And, like, the look on her face of just, like, I can't do this, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Like, that was all her. And it was just, I Because in our world, the lasso of truth is also the lasso of control. Of course. So it's but- like, like Jackie said, tie it around and be like... Who was your first uh, high school crush? Bob Smith. Okay, go with me a sandwich. I'll be right on it, you know. <laughs> but would it, would it be fair to say that um, um, along comes a custom request and it says, look, could you put in X, Y, and Z fetish elements? Mm. And then you say, okay, we can do that, but we're, go- we're going to put these other elements around it so that it'll be a better so movie. So that's happened to me more, th- more than I... More than I thought I would actually be able to say, but like there's there's guys who will be like, hey, look, I want to you know, I want to incorporate uh, these these moves uh, between Sapphire and another girl, um, and uh, and at the end, Sapphire puts her in like these three or four different moves at once, and like it's stuff that like on paper sounds good, but when you're actually shooting, it's like, why would you why would you do this? You know, why, why don't I throw in like a little line where it's like you know, someone beat up your best friend or you're getting revenge and so can I, I would be like can I throw in a couple of like story ideas and they're like yeah as long as it has the moves I want so like so that yeah. way you're 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 protecting your brand exactly whilst at the same time delivering exactly and so we, you're 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 giving more than what's required and I so that so that you you meet the custom requirements but at the same time also produce an objectively good I think Maybe. we're I think we're taking creative judgment on that and like we've both been doing this for so long. We've done a lot of that where it's like we'll we'll get a script and it'll be and I'll go why don't we add or Jacqueline will also go like this is a good ending, but I think we can also maybe do this as a twist, you know. And I think the guy's really going to like it, even though I think if anything it'll be cool because he won't be expecting it. 
Because mm. a lot of these guys get their customs and they get exactly what they ordered. It's like uh, here, and then there's this move, and then she changes the outfit, and then she's unconscious, and the last shot is of her feet, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Jacqueline will be like, okay, that was a cool finish, but what if she comes back and does this? Or what if like she wakes up and she thinks the girl's gone, and then suddenly she's there again, and this happens? What a twist! And so a follow-up question: So mm-hmm. do you then do you then interact with your with your with the customers and say, oh, we like to can, surprise can we, them? Can we do? No, no, what no. if we did this? Because oh, they're no, still no, they're still getting them. they're right. still getting what they want. Right. So if they're like at the end, uh, she breaks Jacqueline's neck, and also um, I don't know. Uh, puts her foot on her stomach and does a pose and just stares at her but then like what if Jacqueline wants to add a, another thing at the end you know and it's like you know it's not just going to be her putting over me what if she like carries me away or does this intricate ragdoll thing uh, and then the guys will watch it and they'll be like oh there's my final move there's my final shot oh wait what is she doing holy shit that's great that's yeah. a great way to end that I didn't you know? expect that and uh, so I and I think I always think of it I call it the pause rule uh, I go like I will shoot your custom all the way down to the end of your script, but if I feel like I think it's going to benefit by adding more to it, I'll add to it. However, if you don't like it, pause at the end of where your script ended and stop watching, because then anything after that is my license. I can do whatever I want. If you, if you want me to re-edit it, I'll cut that part out, but I'm going to release it with this added because I think it's a better film. Well, that answers the question. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jacqueline's done that too, where she's like, I'm going to add this at the end, but I have a feeling that he's really adamant about it ending this way. So maybe I'll just cut it. Yeah, I've and, done, you know, I've done cut stems where I would do like A custom two, cut. I would do two endings. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like alternate endings. I've done that a bunch of times too. Because like sometimes I've done customs where it's like, it, it seems like it could be like a full sleepy movie, you know, and then it just, it ends in like a necro death. And then I'm like, well, I need to end it in like a sleepy way just to um, provide for the sleepy fans as well. So I'll do alternate endings and I'll release those, you know, uh, according to whatever it needs to be. Um, and we had and a, usually yeah. fans like don't really have a problem because like I think that just because we've both been doing this for so long, like we can pinpoint exactly like what the customer is going for in their custom like i know what they they're going for like as far as like you know the aspect that they want to see for whatever fetish that they have and like i think our job um is to make that happen but like also to just like encapsulate (laughs) everything that has to do with that and maybe just like just add a bit of flair to it to make it interesting it's not just like by the book, like what they write. Um, um, and there, and there, once again, you're back to the conflict of interest between fetish and art. Yeah, but I mean, like, and you have to make a judgment. But we, but she's still. I'm, I'm gonna say, like, we get a lot of. You're still shooting it at, in a fetish way, though. You're not going like, well, let me just suddenly cut to a field of flowers. And, I was gonna you know, say, um, you know, because he's thinking we, about we, his mother. You we know, we get a lot of custom <laughs> requests from customers that. Um, they can't write scripts very well. Uh, they don't know how. Um, they don't want to. Um, no, no, no one. They, <laughs> it's not something that everyone's. No, no. It's not yeah, their forte. Yeah. Um, or they don't speak English very well, um, which is totally That's fine. That's happened a lot, which is totally fucking normal. Which is, yeah, it's, just, it's very normal. Um, and so they're like. I do love those, by the way, because it's, it's so earnest. Mm-hmm. And these, this is someone who's doing something that no one in this country, for the most part, will do, which is try to learn another language just to just to, to tell you what they want to see 
You know, if there's a guy in the Czech Republic who's fucking doing some great custom videos, you're not going to spend weeks learning Czech to be able to tell him, like, I want this girl and this girl to have fight. And But these guys are struggling. Like, uh, uh, this, I mean, these days you can use Google Translate. But, like, you know, back in the day, like, these guys were really learning English just to tell you, like, I want custom this girl versus this girl. Much punch belly. Please bikini. Please respond. You know, I will send mo- money order postal. You yeah. know, and you're like, okay, here's my address. And these guys would fucking send you the money. And, and deliver as much as you could to. I would do the best job I could. And they would always be so, you know, appreciative. But now, continue, sorry. Uh, but yeah, you were no, saying. No, no, um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what I'm <laughs> I'm at a lot of wine. I'm sorry. No, no, So, the, the, the essential point is to, um, is to, is to give, give the customer what they want. Give the customer uh, what perha- they want. Perhaps in the form of a, of a private cut, and then, and then release, um. I mean, not, not necessarily. Either, either precisely that, or something slightly different. Not necessarily, I mean, like. In my rationale, if they're coming to you and they're a fan of your content already, they know what kind of product they're going mm-hmm. to receive. So they know the, the style that you have. They know the type of work that you do. They know the, what they're going to get. And sometimes it's just like, well, I like what you do, but can maybe you add this? You know? So, like, we just try to do that. And, like, we know our formula. We know what sells for us. And, you know, sometimes if we just feel like something is just... A little too I don't even want to say lackluster but like if we just feel like maybe this thing that could happen would bring this movie over the edge and be really like cool for the customer for our fans you know we'll 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 take that judgment call hmm. and so like it, it's worked out like I mean that's cust- that's that's the job yeah I mean, that's what the experience is yeah and about. usually customers that are getting accustomed from you like if they see something that they didn't even ask for and they're like, whoa, I didn't even ask for that. And that was like super cool that you, you know, put that in because it made sense. We had a, we had a custom, uh, it was a while ago. It was uh, Mary Meow, who you worked with, mm-hmm. with Hannah Perez. And it was just, the guy was like, the script was one small um, outline. And it was like, Mary Meow is an assassin. Hannah Perez plays tons of clones. She stalks one, one of your best movies. She stalks them. Thank you very much. I I, I, I do love that movie because it's that so much fun. That fucking awesome. I love watching it. But like it Why was just. Why don't you put me in a movie like that? I will. I will. WTF. I totally will. Uh, the original script is is she attacks um, maybe ten clones and takes them out and she has a fight with the real Hannah Perez and that the only thing he requested he wanted a machine gun kind of thing at the end. And so I was like, cool. And then Hannah shows up and she, you know, we have like these new ninja outfits. So I was yeah. just like, let's try this on. So she puts it on and it's got this cool little zipper that goes across the mouth. And I'm like, that's badass. Try this one on. And it looked even better. Like the, the full body suit with the, with the ropes wrapped around the arms. And I was like, what if we have like different levels? So we started really overthinking it. It's like, what if like there's a hierarchy of like, these are the, the basic soldiers and here's like the generals, you know? And then she, there's Mary in, in the woods with a sniper rifle, you know? And I, I emailed the guy and I was like, can I do any kind of like liquidation? Like, is it okay to do a sniper? Is it okay to do a neck snap? He's like, as long as she ends up kind of unconscious on the ground or just laying still, I'm okay with it. I'm like, okay. So, um, and he just thought we were gonna do like neck chops and neck pinches and sleeper holds, which is our usual thing and nothing wrong with it. But we just started really getting creative and I was like, what if like every time you you finish one of these girls, they just disappear, you know, they just kind of like poof. 
And then while you're looking at that, another girl attacks. So we just had this idea of like, it becomes this nonstop like flood of, you know, it's kind of, I think of it as the agent um, Smith versus Neo fight in mm. Matrix Part 2, right. Electric Boogaloo. And um, just they just keep coming out of nowhere, you know, and he's just like, oh, shit, 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 shit. And so that was the inspiration. And we shot it, and, and we kept, as we were shooting it, the girls were just like, this is cool. This is totally new. Like, because I don't think anybody's done this. It's like, here I am snapping a neck, grabbing a gun, shooting a girl in the kitchen, throwing a knife, it hits another girl in another room. That, you know. that was one of your more cinematic um, movies. Yeah, and we weren't expecting it to be, because we were just like, oh, we're going to shoot this and then do two other clips. And by the time we were done, by the time, like, the most boring part of that video to me is when she finally goes and meets the original Hannah. Because that then it becomes... It slows down and a becomes standard, a, a um, standard video. And still totally awesome. But you watch it and it just loses steam at that point. You're like, oh, now she has to have this like extended fight with the other girl. But it's still a good fight. That's why I hired uh, Mary for, for, no, for, for the ones, that, the, the ones that she did for me. Because um, she's a, an extraordinary actress. She's absolutely astounding. And she, she, actually, she doesn't she's give herself great. enough credit. She'll actually be like, did that suck? And I'm like, no, you're fucking great. But... Um, um, she is we're, great. We're gonna get her back soon. Yeah, she's she's been going through uh, a couple of things that we're, we're waiting for her to go through, and then once she's done, we're gonna definitely start working with her full time. But yeah, that was one of those things where like the customer got his script, and it was like, I'm expecting a PlayStation for Christmas. Oh, is that a Mercedes Benz? You know, <laughs> and it was yeah. He totally was like, What the fuck is this? Wait, is this my script? And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, What? And you know, I was like, Yeah. We decided to have some fun with it, and he was just like. This is what you call having fun. Holy shit! And uh, and he loved it. And he's ready. He wants to order another one very soon. He's just saving the money. But um, is he expecting the same? No. He just said like he basically said, I want to do another century thing, and I'm just going to send you a basic outline, and I'm going to let you surprise <laughs> me. And I was like, all right. Which so means do the same. All we better. need is a tree and a helicopter, and I think we can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll call my helicopter guy. <laughs> But uh, so let me ask you this. So um, I'll, I'll turn the tables, as it were. Um, you seem to have a very specific uh, line of content you're going to release. Like you said, it's it's very much damsel in stress, female assassins, uh, m martial arts, choreography. Um, how are you going to handle the customs when they come in and they? Ask I think you, it's really going to depend. When they on... ask you for things that you're like, I'm not into shooting this. You know, um, I mean, I, I. I... It's really hard to predict, I think. It's going to depend on... I mean, if some... So, imagine a custom in which somebody says, um, uh, I'd like this model here, but I want her to be attacked by um, um, a six-foot chicken. It might, it might be quite hard to do that. Um, wait, you already wait, got my you custom? You got my custom? God damn it! <laughs> um, so, I married but, you. But they... they, they <laughs> It's going to depend on it's going to depend on the degree to which the custom request diverges from what you from the style and the brand. What the chicken? All we need is a tree, a chicken, <laughs> and a helicopter. Um, so I, I think it's very hard to predict, but uh, obviously you 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 want well, to the, you yeah. want to deliver. You, you want to, you, you, you know, the, you, 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 it, it, you know, the, 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 the customer, if not exactly king, is at least, you know, a prestigious oh, yeah. ambassador. Yeah, yeah uh, And 
um, you know, they're the ones that are that are that are paying. So you want to have some respect for that. I have and on your site when you have the customs section, you have prestigious ambassador. <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, you send you, all requests by Raven. <laughs> By three-eyed raven. Yeah. Um, Nail it to the door. That way like. you, would, you, you would understand the entire history of the universe. Yes. But, um, <laughs> oh, uh, and you also want a custom. So I, 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 think it, I think it always it depends entirely. Um, and then you're, you're going to make a judgment on what you, you think they want. Um, and it versus us. what they think they want. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to use a little bit of judgment and also, you know, communicate them with them and have some respect. And um... and once again, you're in a very enviable position because you can, you can say, before you've even released any of your clips, like, this is where I'm going to draw the line. Whereas a lot of producers, when they start, um, they're looking to make profit. Right. So they'll say yes to a lot of stuff where they might even might not even understand the kink and just be like, oh, okay, so you want her... Like, you know, like Sumiko once came to me and she was just like, did a video with Addie Juniper. It was fucking crazy. And I'm like, what'd you do? And she's like, I dressed up as a giant Chinese takeout box. And, right. it was, and I was like, what? And, I, and, and she showed me a picture and she had like white face paint. She was dressed up as a... It, it was a cute outfit. It was like a white Chinese takeout box as if it like, you know, a sexy version of that. If... That, if that's a possibility. Um, and I go, did I'll that offend you? i to go. <laughs> and I said, is that, is that, does that piss you off? She's like, I'm Japanese. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, uh, but I was like, so what was the video? And she was a fembot. You know, I was like, I'm this Chinese fembot. And she has like, you know, she's like, hello, can I, what can I do for your pleasure or whatever? And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Addie's one of those girls who sh she shoots everything under the umbrella. Sorry, not Addie. Ray Effett is her new name. Um, but uh, she, she does what I call umbrella shooting, which is like anything under the spectrum of a fetish, she'll do. So she'll right. do a video of a girl picking at her nose for five minutes or a video of a girl uh, doing like a, a cool like martial arts scene or, yeah. or hair brushing or even like just very extreme and off the wall stuff. She doesn't care. She's just like, this is, you know, I'm going to approach this with the same kind of professional attitude that I would any other shoot because she doesn't really shoot a specific kind of thing. So it's, it's a weird right. line to walk because it's like, am I going to try to stick to my guns on this company or am I going to just kind of stick to my guns but also occasionally do the off the wall, hey, there's a chicken in a helicopter. I, th in a I think, broad, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm broadly going to be doing combat, um, sleeper, peril, um, um, asphyxiation, uh, choke out sort of, sort of stuff. Um, with a, and I, I'd, I'd like it to sort of broadly meet, um, a certain sort of standard of yeah, yeah, yeah. narrative and, but, you know, within that hopefully broad rubric, yeah. you, you, you want to try and um, deliver for people. Well, so... we shot today, once again, there was another video we shot today that's a good example of that. We, it was, um, ah, shit, it was, it was, uh... Sparrow versus uh, Katya, and it was basically the guy wanted be it was belly fetish. So the guy wanted them to basically just poke at each other's stomachs a lot, do a lot of belly slapping, put their fingers in each other's navels. But also, that's all in the realm of this wrestling match. Hmm. And so it was like, okay, I knocked you out. Now I get to ridicule you because you have this softer belly. 
you know, um, and then the other girl comes back and beats her up and does the same stuff, and they're writing stuff. It was very belly centric, uh, and I was actually concerned because I was like, "Are you gonna, I don't, you know, are you gonna take offense to this?" You know, because and they're like, "No, we don't give a fuck." Like, yeah, and, and I think uh, Katya was great. She was like, "Yeah, this guy loves my fucking stomach." Like, you know, I, I'll just let just do whatever you want to it because he poke, slap, punch, like, and so we just shot this thing, but it was still a wrestling match. It was still a battle. It was still a combat thing. Um, and it actually challenged me because I'm like, now I have to film in such a way where like the stomach is the focus. It's not the face. It's not the legs. It's not the, you know, it's not any, anything else that these guys usually want to see. Uh, and so I had to like keep shooting at these angles. I'm like, I got to make sure the stomach's still in the shot, still in the shot. And they killed it. They did a fucking amazing job. But once again, like you said, you're walking down that hallway, but you're peeking into different rooms. That hallway. Yes, you might have material where you say, you know, this is this is a custom request. So yeah, here's the chicken. This room. is this is this is there's the chicken. <laughs> the, the, this yeah. one this one was about a chicken. This one was about a six foot chicken, and you know. Buy, buy it if you want a six foot chicken. If not, um... send all chicken requests to Jensen Smythe <laughs> at gmail.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a very, very quick bio break and then we'll be back for a little bit more with Mr. Jensen Smythe. And I think I also need more wine. Uh, so, we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are refueled. Because um, mm-hmm. we, do, we do do these late, I think, because I think we do. That, do. Do do. Uh, I think we do them late because, because uh, yeah, because we're shooting all fucking day. That's what we do late. We are night owls. Also, it would feel like feel weird, like you know, pounding wine at one p.m. on a Monday. Actually, let me take that back. I mean, that's a good day. <laughs> that's a really like, good day. If you want to do that tomorrow, let's well, do that. Then, then again, cancel am, all the shoots. I am shooting tomorrow. Yes. Oh, so, so that might be bad. Tell us if you don't mind about your projects tomorrow. What, what's coming up? Oh well, um, that's the, uh, it's gonna be um uh two two assassins um one one cup one cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say bitch be cool. Um, Did but you just call him a bitch? Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. The chicken. I like yeah. to. I like to elicit. That's our word of the day. A hysterical reaction among my uh, American friends. Yes. But, if you um, say that word, that's you're gonna get a scream. What bitch? <laughs> there we go. Okay. Right. There we go. But um, you know, he's controlling us like puppets. That's right. That's right. Your, my Jedi mind tricks will, will work on you. Um, uh, so where were we? Yes. Um, All Sleeper Kids videos will be like just a British accent. Just like welcome to Sleeper Kids world. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. Ah! There we go. Um, what do I feel like I'm being hypnotized right now? <laughs> yes, yes. Bitch. But yes, you know, uh, two assassins um, vying for um, who's who's the best assassin. They uh, one one is a bit more psychotic than the other. Um, Who is that? That'll be Bambi. Oh. She's going to be. Sorry. Oh, she can do crazy. Person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I've had her. I've had her play crazy wrestlers, where she's like, "Yes, I will destroy you." That's right. She, she'll be the um, the um, the Deadpool. What, no, no, no. What was his name? That uh, that Spanish actor who was married to Madonna. Uh, uh, who the fuck married Madonna? So many people. 
Well, she had a baby. Uh, with uh, Sylvester Stallone. It was called Assassins. Wait, wait. Madonna? Oh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. So he she married she... Madonna. No, 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 no. He was he was married to that other blonde. No, with big, Melanie big Griffith. Lips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Melanie Griffith. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Right. Not Madonna. Anyway, it's an she'll, she'll be the Antonio Banderas to your. Uh, like, oh, like oh, that oh, fucking yeah. sexy sniper movie. Assassins. We're talking about assassins, yeah. though. Oh yeah. my god, he's no, 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 so no, hot. But that's that not a sniper movie, movie though. That's like where they all like. So they're just using silenced weapons the entire. I, time. I, I don't I, care I, now. I'm just. Oh my. I god, did. A, I did so a. I did a, I, did a, I, did a, I did a variation on that story. With, um, the whole time. Oh, he is sweating the whole movie. Yeah. Mm. There's no need for her to sweat. But I, I did a variation on that with you and Sumiko. Um... So I'm glad you brought up that movie, by the way, because a lot of people. I actually find like that's one of the most underrated action films of all time. Yeah, there's some good stuff in it. Assassins I, is. Amazing. I love that movie. It is. It actually. It's yeah. It's uh, Joe. You saw that movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, Joe I, saw it. I didn't find it as good as you. What? <laughs> so great. Here's a couple of facts. God damn it. So that's one of the only movies, or the only movies ever made, where. There's a million gunshots. You don't hear a single one. Obviously, I understand how silencers work. Uh, they're, they're not necessarily as quiet as you see in movies. But the part of you that thinks that that's the case is kind of cool. So it's like pew, 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 pew. Yeah. When in reality, they're like really loud. Um, they're just not as loud as a real gunshot. But uh, the whole movie is like, like yeah, it's very entertaining. Because it's, it's the I... guy who directed uh, Lethal Weapon, Richard Donner. Right. And Superman and a few other classics. Uh but I wanted to I wanted to include some um, some some guns in it, um, struggling for the weapon. Sure. Um, uh, the various strikes you would deploy when you're both struggling for a gun, mm -hmm. um, um, trying to get trying to trying to deal with the fact you've got a live weapon there. A helicopter. Um, in the tree, yeah. um, a helicopter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you're going to supply. Yes. Um, <laughs> Photonome will do it for us. That's me. right. Um, and, you know, we'll, 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 ha we'll have some knife play. Um, but then, you know, we'll just get down to some nice hand-to-hand -hand combat. Good. And, um, Excellent. And uh, sleepers. Um, and I'll be unconscious through most of this because I'm going to sleep in like a motherfucker. But, um, no, I... Oh, we're shooting this on your side of the bed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a prop. <laughs> no, that'll be that'll be the twist ending at the end. It's like Jason from Friday the Thirteenth that just pop out like sleepers. <laughs> Maybe we can work you in as a zombie. <laughs> uh, it took her an hour and a half or two hours to just get me out of bed for our wedding. So I think uh, you'd be okay shooting on top of me. Like as long as I have my my earplugs in, I'm good. But um, but I, I it, you know, I, no, is I it like just Bambi and Jacqueline or just Bambi and Jacqueline? But I, I like to try and work in some of that um, taken born identity style. Uh, that's the type of combat I like to um, I like to incorporate. Now, do you like uh, shaky cam? No, 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 no. That's the first <laughs> not, thing I not thought. Shaky, not but, shaky, but those cam. those that 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 um, close quarter um, close quarter hand to hand combat. Okay. So think about the raid, you know. Oh fuck yeah, I'm down. The raid, raid redemption. Running, uh, both of them. Uh, the raid, the first one, was one of those movies where um, I didn't quite understand how 
good that kind of choreography could be when mixed with the extreme violence because like you would always see that kind of choreography with like Jet Li films like he'd be in a, in a living room and he would use a chair to take out 16 dudes in a well, the, the, the thing about Jet, Jet Li is oh, sorry not Jet Li Jackie Chan sorry they, they they belong to a very theatrical kung fu type uh, tradition they're the necro babes of the kung fu world well I mean <laughs> The, the the thing is that it's it's very theatrical um, and uh, very flamboyant, um, but there was but with 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 the the Bourne stuff and the the Bond had to adapt to that. With with what you see with Bourne and Taken is is a much more sort of gritty, realistic approach to. Um, it's the difference martial between martial arts choreography. It's the difference between like Kung Fu and Krav Maga. Kung that, Fu that is would be a, a way of putting Kung it. Fu is, is the beauty of the form, whereas Krav Maga is like, oh, I'm going to take that foot of yours and put it in your pocket, and then I'm going to kill you uh, with your own gun. I mean, it's 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 not entirely accurate because no, I saw Fu that on the side like of a that. building once. It was so like, Krav Maga. I'm going to take away. No, I'm kidding. I'm just... No, no. I, <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair to Kung Fu, some Kung Fu is quite Krav Magaish. Um, but I think it's, um, I th- you know, there, there, there was um, that, that style of, uh, of um, short distance fighting mm-hmm. uh, established a, um, a certain kind of a, a approach to martial arts con- choreography in the movies. And whilst you can't, you can't fully emulate that with these kinds of resources, you can, you can try and do a bit of it. Um, I remember actually really enjoying the fight scene. This is totally, uh, well, actually, it's related. Uh, watching The Matrix, um, Yan Wu Ping is one of my favorite choreographers because he's just, he does it in such a beautiful way. And I'd seen his work in Fist of Legend and, and like Iron Monkey and stuff like that, which are both amazing films to watch just for the choreography. Um, I think Joe and I used to, we used to watch Fist of Legend just to watch the fight scenes. Just oh, like yeah. fast forward. I didn't care about the, the fucking plot. It was just like, oh, the government's selling guns and stealing our, our artwork. I don't give a fuck. Fight. And he would do these things. So there's this fight scene that's very underrated. It's, it's Morpheus fighting Agent Smith in the bathroom. And it's mm. like a room that's like this big. And they're doing these fucking, like, he's just, like, pounding and, like, fucking these huge blocks. And he's, you know, it's, it's plasters flying everywhere in tile. And it's one of the most beautifully choreographed fights I've seen. Um, and it, it should be said, I mean, you can't quite, I mean, those, those guys train for months. Yeah. To, 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 it to takes a that, month just to, to shoot that. that one scene. So you can't quite do that. But you can, you can get a certain way in that direction mm-hmm. if you just if you just pick the moves um, judiciously I've done um, that yeah. su- such that they're not too demanding mm-hmm. for um, people who haven't been trained to do it um, uh, but um, they, they look sufficiently good and they're sufficiently easy to do for people who aren't trained to do it um, and you, you, you just shoot it and yeah. cut it um, so yeah, that you can get, you know, I leave the audience to judge, but whatever percentage um, it can emulate that kind of fighting style in the movies, mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm trying to do. So but we, we'll see. But we had, so we had watched The Raid too. You mentioned mm-hmm. Redemption. And I thought, I think it's a bloated film. I think it, there's a lot mm-hmm. going on in that movie. It's like three hours long. It's just fucking ridiculous. And there's like 16 storylines. But the fighting in it is fucking amazing. It's beautiful. But um, 
there's that scene in the first one where it's um, the mad dog fights the two brothers, you know, yes. in the room. And it's, uh, we watched that and since Sage was over and I, she had never seen it, <laughs> so we were watching it. And then I just go like, guys, let's shoot something like this tomorrow. And of course she's like, it took them like fucking 16 months cheat, to shoot this. Cheat, cheat. and Sage mm-hmm. t- took to fighting like a duck to water. Oh my God. I've got some, I've got some stuff with her and Samantha Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, uh, she she uh, oh she gets into they, it they they both got into it yeah it was, uh, and Samantha's it really good actually. Samantha's really good um, Samantha actually started off I, I felt like a little almost like uh, standoffish and, and quiet when we shot with her and then like the next time we I shot with her very recently she was a whole new person she was just like oh yeah let's do fucking crazy shit but so I was like I'm kind of inspired let's do like a spy thing and we shot Mercy Killing too. And we, I showed that to you, and I was actually, because I knew you had done martial arts in the past, so I was like, I wonder what James thinks of this. And I remember mm-hmm. you watching it, and you were like, oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a, a fan who had actually asked me, like, well, how many weeks did that take to shoot? I'm like, oh, shit, we did that, like, two days, like, two hours a piece. It, yeah. We, we yeah, had people um, over, we had to clear the... You had to have people in the house. You can't make this stuff quickly, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So um, the thing is, if any, if any of your work makes people even think of those movies. You've done a great job because you've shot it in, in, what, a couple of hours, whereas these people take 16 months to shoot one fight scene? Well, yeah, about two hours to shoot, um, and at this point, about eight hours to edit. Drunken Master 2, I mean, that last fight scene, It's it took, like, months and months hmm. and months to do, and it's still one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I remember showing it to Jacqueline, and it was actually one of those oh moments where I'm like, am I going to marry this woman? Because I'm going to see what she react, how she reacts to this movie. I and think I watched that with my mouth just like uh, wide open, just like, Whoa! And it was like, I, we were going to bed. We were literally about to go to bed and I go, honey, this movie's on and this scene's about to happen. Just watch it. And at first I was like, no, I don't want to stand it. I'm tired. And then he put this <laughs> shit on and I was like, what? And like, what is this movie? I need to fucking watch this whole movie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, just watch this scene. And, like, and you see the outtakes and you see how he <laughs> fell into the fire. And, like, <laughs> and he got just... third degree burns because Jesus. the stuff they put on him didn't protect him from the fire. Yeah. Oh. It's such a Jackie Chan thing Jackie Chan's the man. Oh my goodness. Um, Jackie, always oh, okay. Yeah, and I have no idea what we're on this track, but I will ask you this. So, um, top three favorite action films. Because oh, you have I such, know. because I, you lean towards action so much, and you, we were just talking about your love for a movie like Taken. Yes, I mean, Taken is a, is a very gratifying mm-hmm. movie on a whole bunch of Oh, I, self, I self-gratify the entire on, on, movie, yeah. Right. <laughs> Liam there are Neeson. so many ways to self-gratify. Yes, but um, climb another fence, old man. You know, a, a, you know, very. Uh, I mean, nobody expected that film to be the, su- the success that it was. But it no, was just we went the to right... go see it in theaters, and we're like, "This is going to be kind of shit." And it, we're like, "Holy it, shit!" That it, was, it, really it, was just, it was just the right combination of emotional and action elements. It's uh, it, and it's, you know, it's very good, yeah. uh, but. You wouldn't have had taken if if the Bourne the Bourne movies changed everything. Mm-hmm. The Bourne movies were. Um, Don't tell Jackie that, that she that, couldn't handle the, the, the shaky. Camera. That was that. It wasn't so much shaky. I mean, that was a component of the style, but it was. Uh, it there was sick. a lot of Filipino martial arts in that. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but. Um, Tony Jaa, maybe. No, um, I forget. But oh. uh, Philip Eno. Is that his name? Uh, <laughs> I can't but, um, a lot of that is a lot of that is um, Filipino martial arts 
Um, the thing and where, it like, he, where he uses like the uh, the newspaper and all that, and, like right, yeah, Kn knives and sticks, and um, it, it, it's it's very cinematic mm -hmm. and 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 very brutal, um, and it changed the it changed the the way combat was done in bomb movies, and um, Taken came after that as well. It was it was just that sort of that that gritty, um, uh, extremely brutal. But very exciting, um, you know, not so flamboyant, but very gritty, mm -hmm. brutal, and and involving. Yeah, and I think that's where fight scenes are going nowadays. There really isn't, unless there's a movie that comes out that literally says this is a martial arts film, like what we watched the other day, uh, mm. the Blade of the Immortal. Mm. That's that's a martial arts film. It's it's and you know, it's gonna be well, that's that's the old flamboyant style. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, um, Tons of flying through trees and right. you know, yeah, uh, um, yeah. It's a sort of blend of Kurosawa and um, well, it's Crouching Tiger. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what are your? So let's go back. Top three favorite action films because I'm, I'm assuming that's going right. to have some uh, sort of uh, bearing uh, on what in, you should. In no three, yeah. in no particular order. Uh, I'm going to give it to. Oh God, it's hard. Taken. Uh, Born Identity. Oh, really? And 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 Game of Death. Oh well, yeah, that's the show. Right the there. top three. Yeah, Game of Death is that's I think I based so many films around that where it's like Bruce Lee has to go through like a a list of bad guys until he gets to the top. And it's it's I'm actually going to argue with Game of Death. Yeah, I mean, and it's really literally like I think he does it like in a building that has to go like it's like Donkey Kong. He's like da 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 da. Game Game of Death is. Um, what you're planning to do with that location, isn't it? Yes, uh, where it's like one building, one bad guy, outside area, one bad guy, and then that final fight, like in that chapel, and I, I fucking... Mm -hmm. oh. You just need to find um, a seven-foot woman. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, Takaji. Uh, Takaji. Yeah. Oh, Takaji's uh, definitely going to be in, in it. She's uh, going to be... I think I've been telling you, um, I want to see Takaji fight Tiny. It's already been scripted. Um, when's that going to happen? It's going to happen very soon. The guy already is sending money tonight. Uh, and the script that he sent was better than anything I could write because he wrote it in such a way where I'm like, oh shit, this is exactly how this needs to go. Um, and she's six foot four, he's six foot nine. So it's going to be very interesting. And are you going to do that just as wrestling or are you going to do some... It's going to be wrestling because right. that's what the script says. Uh, but I, I, I personally, as a fan, I want to see what she looks like being fucking... Because I'm sure she would like to see what that feels like. I bet she would. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious as to because she's she's not heavy, she's just very tall. Um, but I'm just curious as to how he's gonna manage that because it's, it's a different dimension of person that he's had and, to pick and up. Has has uh, so here's a question. Has, or maybe has not. The Kaji for Sapphire. Not yet. And oh no has, no they they've wrestled before but it's always been like a and tie. Had, had Sapphire for Tiny. Not yet. There I'm actually go. those are my aces in the sleeve those are like I'm gonna wait till the right moment to shoot those um, and Sapphire's already told me like I really want to work with that dude because uh, he's amazing and, uh, and and Takaji as well and like I think even some of our, our bigger bad guys like I think we had uh, Jesse Bell wrestle Takai or Tiny and she's she's like 5'11 and he was just picking her up and she screamed like a baby she's like ah <laughs> and I'm like wait cut are you okay she's like I've never been this fucking high off the ground before you know and yeah um, but anyway so let's just finish off with one last question because we are we're reaching our, our time mm -hmm. and I definitely want to have you come back when you've released your material mm. uh, and see how it's gone mm. you know, how it's gone so far um, 
Uh, Jacqueline, would you like to field one last question? Um, I was, uh, I mean, what can, I, <laughs> what, what can I ask on the podcast that's safe? Um, Anything? Well, I was just going to... Don't ask him, like, you know, like, a direct, like, personal question. No, I know. <laughs> that's why it's difficult, because... What was your mother's name? Where does she live? <laughs> Credit card number, expiration date, pen. Mm. Credit card, yes. Social What's that little yeah. secret code in the back? Social security number. Well, I, I, <laughs> I'm very excited for you to finally come out with your website and mm-hmm. start producing content. And, and because I've, I've known you for quite a mm. number of years. Um, and I've, I've worked with you since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I just feel like... I've been, it. yeah, I've been, I, I've been running with you like through this whole venture, and I'm just like, okay, any second now, you're gonna just take off and <laughs> and explode and onto the scene, and it's gonna be amazing because like your content is like, I feel very differently about it because like I feel like you're putting something out there that like nobody else has taken the time uh, to actually put the attention into detail like you have, and like I. I pride myself on detail-oriented mm-hmm. content. Um, I just don't have the skills, the knowledge um, to do the kind of stuff that you do. So the, like, the anality, I think is what we're talking <laughs> about. I mean, I do in some regard, but like just as far as like what you're into and the stuff that you produce. Like, She'll call me in for certain scenes. She's like, can you just give me a choreographed fight scene? I don't care if it's only two minutes long. Let's just do something fucking intense. And I'm like, okay. And yeah, I'll... and that's not my forte. I wish that it was because, like, I I love doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But Jackie's approach to the feminine delivery and the peril is way more finely tuned than mine will ever be. So it's like... So we complement each other yeah. in that regard. It should have been our vows. <laughs> it, it should have been. I guess we're going to have to get married again. You know how to choreograph people right. beating the shit out of each other. We know how to make have have it look sexy. All right. You have to have a wedding every year. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, no. Everyone said that. And Don't I was like, tempt me. Fuck you. For us. It's expensive. Yeah. I mean, it could be like our New Year's Eve party. <laughs> We've already talked about that. I wish that was something oh, I that should be about like it, the next year's um, year's party is everyone's getting married to everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just one priest and like shit tons of grooms and brides. Um, well, no. Um, let's give that. Yeah, let's just give give that away. You just derailed me. Um, let me ask you this, uh, because it's something that's very universal amongst producers. This will be our last question, and then we'll uh, let you sleep outside. Um, what, uh, what, you're still very young in the business because you have not really released the content yet, but mm. you've shot a lot of stuff. Mm. Have you discovered any pet peeves so far? Like stuff that you're like, okay, this bothers me, I'm going to avoid this in future situations. You know, I'm, I'm sure... I'll have a bunch of... I know you always ask this question, right? I'm sure I'll have a bunch of them at some point. You're like, Santiago, I've just encountered these bridges. I but, don't wish to burn them. Well, uh, I mean, I have very... I have I have very few complaints about uh, models. No, 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 no. I didn't mean models. I mean no. just um, and the process I, of I just haven't had interaction... <clears throat> I haven't had that kind of interaction with customers as yet, so I don't have any to complain about. But um, I'm sure... Some of them will rustle themselves up um, yeah. for your amusement. 
It's like asking our president, uh, what sucks about being a politician? Because you don't know what the fuck that means. But um, uh, yeah, so I, I guess that's a good place to leave it off because you are now at the springboard. Actually, uh, I, have oh. a, I have another suggestion for Throw us to... It. We should do a joint production one day. That's what we should do. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Like, mm. you know, we, we don't, we've worked with like other companies. So like, I, I love doing that too. Because mm. it always fucks with the fans. Because you're just like, what? You're at, you're at Rick, a friend wrestling room's house? You know, <laughs> aren't you competitors? And I'm like, I, yeah, but we're also friends and we like to, to, to mix it up. So yeah, I always like that. Like, I think if you, people who attack other producers just because they're shooting the same kind of stuff, are very insecure and I, I think if you're secure with your content then um, I, I, I think you're gonna welcome competition you know yeah I, I think competition I, is very very healthy and it makes you it challenges you yourself you know a lot if, more. if you're not if you don't think your own material can stand up you should be doing it well, it's the idea of the emperor and no one else rises against him. He's just going to always think that whatever he does is the best fucking thing an emperor could do. And I, I feel that way with my material. When I see someone like Rick or, or you know, Dar, uh, Darius and, and Pete doing Hit the Mat, mm-hmm. um, uh, NGC, uh, stuff like that, and I'm honestly, like, challenged. I'm just like, holy crap, this is this is really good. What, how come I didn't think of this? And then mm-hmm. I'll have to start brainstorming another new idea. Exactly. It's fuel. And I never see it as a threat, and I think that's that's the only advice I think I can I can give you at this point is I never see competition as a threat. Competition is a very I wouldn't uh, dream of amazing it. thing, and some people really see it as a threat. They they they'll start just immediately getting on their Twitter or their Facebook, going like, "Fuck these guys! They're using my ideas. They're wearing the girls. Are they wearing bikinis? I came up with that." And it's like, no, dude. They you know girls have been wearing bikinis for a while. You you know you're a dick. That's a whole. Podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Or maybe we shouldn't even talk about it because it's not worth it. Oh, no, yeah. No. So we're not going to talk about what it is to be a dick. <laughs> I was so looking forward to that discussion. Well, that'll be our next podcast, what it is to be a dick, as well as what it, has happened since uh, our buddy has released his uh, his his material. Yes. So, okay. this, so this podcast will be a to-be-continued episode and are you going to go with clips for sale are you going to go with I want clips are you going to create your own website uh, uh, clips sale um, own website um, any it. number of, all the portals that will have me nice that's a good idea I think uh, so what is what is the name of your company uh, it's Fan Fatale Fight Club I didn't even think to ask you that I'm a terrible and who helped, you're useless and who, you're absolutely hold on useless. hold on wait what's your name and, again and, and who helped you with that name <laughs> I feel like uh... well, we 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 I we I talked about a, a variety of names with uh, mm-hmm. Miss Jacqueline Velvet, mm-hmm. and uh, um, we settled on that one. Yes, Fight did. Club. Yes, we did. FFFC. Yep, and yep, we came up with all that stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Is that how you say it, Shirley? Like, did you work for fuck yesterday? <laughs> FFFC? Fuck. I haven't <laughs> thought of that, but there you go. <laughs> It'll just be all say, fighting, uh, femme fatale, Hook. fight club, and then just a girl going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then bitch. Ah! Okay, I'm the only one on that one. Okay, so, ah! 
Anyway, so thank you so much uh, for um, joining us, and uh, we can't wait to do the part two to this one and see how everything's gone. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank if you, you for listening. Um, don't drink and drive. All that good stuff. And uh, everybody say goodbye. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.